Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today we will be studying a very important topic. Why are there so many gods um, in our Sanatan Dharma or what is now known as Hinduism? So we will be studying the uh, verses uh, 20 to 23 uh, from the chapter 7 of Bhagavad Gita. <coughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpata Rubhyascha Kripasandhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namun Namaha Namom Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare <coughs> Chapter 7 Text Texts 20 through 23 <coughs> So why are there um, many gods in uh, Sanatan Dharma or the so called Hinduism as it is known today <coughs> 720 720 Those whose intelligence has been stolen by material desires surrender unto demigods and follow the particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own natures. Kamai by desires, taihe taihe, various. Hrita, deprived of jnana, knowledge. Hrita jnana means deprived of knowledge. So those who do not have knowledge, they do this demigod worship. Mm. <coughs> those are not educated. The illiterates in Vedic knowledge, real conclusion of Vedic knowledge, because there are other people who are called Vedavadarataha. They are seeming scholars of Vedas, but actually they are illiterates. So that is another uh, aspect of it. But those who actually understand the purpose of the Vedas, <coughs> they do not worship the demigods. 
सो तैस्तय हृत ज्ञाना प्रपद्यंते सरेंडर अन्य देवता टू अदर डेमी गॉड्स अन्य देवता मीन्स अदर दैन हिम कृष्ण इज सेइंग सो बिकॉज इन द प्रीवियस वर्स ही क्लियरली सेड इफ यू सी बहुना जन्मनामंते ज्ञानवान माम प्रपद्यते वासुदेव सर्वमित स महात्मा सुदुर्लभ सो हू एवर सरेंडर टू मी ही इज ज्ञानवान बट हू हैज सरेंडर टू प्रपद्यंते अन्य देवता अदर दैन मी ही इज हृतज्ञान He doesn't have intelligence. He doesn't have knowledge, and he is full of kamas, things, the various desires, material desires. Prabodhyante anya devata tam tam niyama asthaya by following the corresponding rules and regulations. Prakritya niyata swaya. So, those whose intelligence has been stolen by material desires. surrender unto demigods and follow the particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own natures sharp contrast so he explained what is mahatma and then he is explaining what are not mahatmas there are two classes of mah- um, not mahatmas who are karmis and who are gyanis also of course yogis also but at least gyanis or yogis they are trying to achieve the supreme brahman but until they take the shelter of the lotus feet of krishna that means lotus feet means it has to be the personal form personal form has lotus feet so unless they takes the shelter of lotus feet of krishna they will not be able to sustain their so called realizations so those whose intelligence has been stolen by material desires surrender unto demigods and follow the particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own natures <coughs> So from seven, uh, sorry, seven chapter twentieth, this to this verse to twenty three, it is about the um, demigod worshippers, and seven twenty uh, four is about the impersonalism. Those who are impersonalists. So two things, demigod worshippers and the impersonalists, both are not mahatmas. They are actually hrithagyana. <coughs> So purport, those who are freed from all material contaminations surrender unto the supreme Lord, and engage in His devotional service. As long as the material contamination is not completely washed off, they are by nature non-devotees. <laughs> One second, um, just adjust the camera just a little bit. Okay. <coughs> so those who as long as the material contamination is not completely washed off they are by nature non devotees but even those who have material desires and who resort to the supreme lord are not so much attracted by external nature so now among the those who um, have material desires but who go to the supreme lord to fulfill those material desires they are not so much attracted by external nature but those who go to demigods they are very much um, attracted kama istaste hrutagnana so that that's that's why there was a difference that's why 716 chaturvidha bhajante mam jana sukrutin arjuna arto jignasur arthaarthi gyani cha bharatarshabha 
O best among the Bharatas, four kinds of pious men begin to render devotional service unto me, unto Krishna. The distressed, the desirer of wealth, the inquisitive, and he who is searching for knowledge of the Absolute. So these people, when they come to Krishna, they are called Sukritina. And when they go to demigods, they are called Hritagyana. They are not so pious actually. So, but even those who are, okay, because, okay, but even those who have material desires and who resort to the Supreme Lord are not so much attracted by external nature. Because of approaching the right goal, they soon become free from all material lust. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, it is recommended that whether one is a pure devotee and is free from all material desires, or is full of material desires, or desires liberation from material contamination, he should, in all cases, surrender to Vasudev and worship him. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 2.3.10, Akamaha Sarva Kamova Moksha Kama Udharadhi. Tivrena bhakti yogena yajeta purushamparam. Less intelligent people who have uh, lost their spiritual sense take shelter of demigods. Okay, let's go to this exact translation. See, akamaha means those who have no kama, they, they are devo- devotees. Akama. And next class is sarvakama, one who has the sum total of material desires, who has all kinds of material desires. Second class of person. Va, either moksha kama, one who desires liberation. So one who desires liberation is not a kama. He may may not have any material desire per se in this material world, but he has a desire to become liberated from this material world. And that is also a desire. So a kama means he doesn't even have that desire to get liberated. Just want to be a servant of Krishna, that's it. So he has no personal interest. Nothing to be gained. So, udara dhihi. Udara means broad. Dhihi means intelligence. Bro- with broader intelligence. Tivrena. With great force. With great intensity. Tivrena. Tivra means great intensity. Uh, great force. Bhakti yogena. By devotional service to the Lord. Yajeta purusham param. A person who has broader intelligence. Now, one who is hritagyana. Today's verse. One who is, does not have that much knowledge, he's not. That means, if how we get broad intelligence, when we have very superior knowledge. If we have inferior knowledge, when we have very narrow intelligence. So hritagyana, they don't have much knowledge. Uh, the knowledge is stolen because of their um, excessive material desires. These demigod worshippers. <coughs> so kama is taistair hritagyana prapadyante anyadevata. So such people are not udaradhi, alpamedhasa, tadbhavati alpamedhasam, antavattu phalam tesham tadbhavati alpamedhasam, devan devayajoyanti madbhaktayanti mamapi. So we will go to that verse. So alpamedhasa means not very much brain substance they have. Now this is, this sounds uh, uh, very, uh, what to say, insulting. But here in our uh, Shastra, Shastra is not there to pamper us. No. It is to tell us the truth. Of course, Shastra does pamper. Like Krishna, people are not wanting to surrender to Krishna. They want material desire. So, 
Krishna gives Samakhi one materialist or uh, pamper you with materialism. You do this. You do demigod worship. So there is a kind of pampering actually, in a way. But when it comes to the Nivritti Marga, so that is Pravritti Marga, where one is, uh, you know, uh, encouraged to do regulated sense gratification. But sense gratification. Regulated. But Nivritti Marga completely condemns sense gratification, even regulated one. Hmm. Just like uh, tobacco unlicensed is harmful to health. Licensed tobacco still harmful to health. What is the, what is the difference licensed and unlicensed then? Well, it is just so-called legal, that's all. So to restrict you, to restrict the smoker, okay, the cost is higher and then there is, um, you know, fine if I do illegal tobacco. That's all. But otherwise, same. Yeah. So both are harmful. Tobacco is harmful whether licensed or unlicensed. Alcohol is harmful whether licensed or unlicensed. The liver cirrhosis we will get whether licensed alcohol or unlicensed. It is just that to restrict the intake of alcohol, there is some licensing and of course taxes can be collected from the, by the government. But the whole point is to restrict because not good. Uh, so similarly, licensed or unlicensed, Pravriti Marga. Pravriti Marga of course promotes licensed sense gratification because it is, because it is better than unlicensed or wanton sense gratification. Now sex life with every and any woman, that is uh, animal life. But with one woman, marriage, uh, that is alright. Okay, that is still part of a, that is a regulation. But that does not mean the dangers or the pains or the um, uh, troubles that come with sex life are vanished just because it is licensed. No. Family life is full of troubles. It is still a lot of trouble. Um, but at least it is licensed. So there are some rules and regulations of following. So, Nivrit Marga completely condemns both. Because what is the point? Oh, licensed uh, tobacco is better than unlicensed. You know, at least you know you have... Um, what? Tobacco is bad. Licensed or unlicensed. So that is Nivrit Marga. So, Pravrittim cha Nivrittim cha Janana Vidhura Sura. What is good, what is bad, what is to be accepted, what is to be given up? Nothing they know. Pravritti Resha Bhutanam Nivrittis to Mahaphala. There is similar verse in the... I think 8th Kanto... Pravrittim Nivrittim... One second. Just hold on. this anyway I can't find it somewhere I think 810 is something like Isha Vasimitam Sarvam was similar to that I guess let's see Yeah, this is not. So anyway, hmm? 
No, man. I can't find it. Maybe if somebody finds it, please show. Pravrittiresha Bhutanam Nivrittistu Mahapala. So, anyway. The tendency in this material world is to engage in sense gratification. So, when some licensed sense gratification is proposed in the Vedas, it is definitely better than unlicensed in the sense that, you know, instead of, um, you know, doing wanton sense gratification, but there's still, there is pain involved. Nivrita Mark completely condemns it. So, sometimes, therefore, the statements of the Shastra, especially scriptures like Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita, they can be quite uh, heavy for them, quite um, direct and quite sharp for the sense gratifier of this material world. So sometimes it, it, it may hurt the sentiments, but we are not here to appease the sentiments of materialists who are lost. Oh, you are getting lost. <laughs> get lost. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Get lost. We are not like that. No, 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 you are getting lost. Stop it. This is our, you know, our preaching is like this. Kastam svayam tad abhignyo vipaschid avidyayam antare vartamanam drishtvapunastam sagrinah kubuddhim prayojayed utpathagam yathandham If someone is ignorant and addicted to the path of samsara, how can one who is actually learned, merciful and advanced in spiritual knowledge engage him in fruitive activity and thus further entangle him in material existence? If a blind man is walking down the wrong path, how can a gentleman allow him to continue on his way to danger? How can he approve this method? No wise or kind man can allow this. So if one is actually kind, one is actually, then we have to stop him. And if some, somehow or other grab his attention, if, if the words are harsh words and that's, that catches attention, so be it. But we are not lying. We are not just scolding him, cursing him. <coughs> so, we are just presenting the truth. Here's another verse. Two verses. You see this. It's important actually. Three verses I will show you. 6.9.49 Naveda Kripana Shreya Atmano Gunavastudrik Tasyatani Chato Yached those who think material assets to be everything or to be the ultimate goal of life are called misers, kripanas. They do not know the ultimate necessity of the soul. Moreover, if one awards that which is desired by such fools, he must also be considered foolish. So a devotee should not do this, should not award something which they are asking for, like as one of the so-called uh, motivational speakers of our Hare Krishna movement. He is uh, promoting, oh, yes, please go ahead, you know, become successful in life, you know, achieve, you can do it and nonsense. So this, this fools, foolish. Next verse, Svayam nishreya samvidvan navakya jnaya karmahi a pure devotee who is fully accomplished in the science of devotional service will never instruct a foolish person to engage in fruitive activities for material enjoyment, not to speak of helping him in such activities. He will never instruct what to speak of helping him. 
Such a devotee is like an experienced physician who never encourages a patient to eat food injurious to his health, even if the patient desires it. So this is how a devotee operates. And when Vyasadeva actually wrote all this Vedic literature, promoting you know uh, this this Karmakandeya section, Narada Muni chastised him. You see. <coughs> Jugupsitam dharma krite nushasataha svabhava raktasya mahan vyatikramaha yadvakyato dharma ititarahasthito namanyatetasya nivaranam janaha. The people in general are naturally inclined to enjoy, and you have encouraged them in that way in the name of religion. This is verily condemned and is quite unreasonable. Naradmuni is saying to Vyasadeva, who wrote the entire Vedas? You have written the Vedas, and there are so many instructions there. In the name of religion, you, are, you have encouraged them to enjoy this material world. This is verily condemned and is quite unreasonable. Because they are guided under your instructions, they will accept such activities in the name of religion and will hardly care for prohibitions. You have, yeah, you have put some prohibitions there, okay, you know, this way, that way. But who will care? They will just say, oh, the religion allows this thing, go ahead. Meat eating, okay, we'll, we can eat meat. They will hardly care for the prohibitions. So, purport, Srila Vyasadeva's compilation of different Vedic literatures on the basis of regulated performance of fruitive activities as depicted in the Mahabharata and other literature is condemned here with by Srila Narada. I mean, he is condemning Mahabharata and Vedas, Narada Muni. Just imagine his level. Why? How come he condemned Vedas? He is not condemning Vedas, but the thing is that these... Um, there is a reason, of course, why these people... Because people are in the mode of ignorance, passion, goodness, and they have to be slowly raised to the next level, next level. Unless, of course, if they meet the poor, pure devotee, then there is a huge jump. Like Prabhupada, he went to Mlechas, Yavanas, Chandalas, and immediately huge jump, Vaishnava, topmost. So, if there is no immediate association with Vaishnava, pure Vaishnava like that, at least they are not going down or staying there. At least they are rising up slowly by this Vedic method. The mode of ignorance people... They want to eat meat. So, okay, you eat meat once in a month, offered to Kali, only goat, Amavasade, outside the city precincts, Kali Mandir, Chhatka method. Uh, that means, in one stroke, you have to kill the goat, not like, you know, this halal method, no. Why not that, you know, they cut the throat and let the animal suffer, no. That is very, very more sinful. Cut the, this thing in one stroke and then eat it. Of course, you have to say that, I am killing this goat and next life, this goat can kill me. So, I am doing that uh, contract and then I am eating. So, this kind of thing is there. But the thing is, is to restrict. If one has brain, then he has to think, well, what am I doing? What brain I have? So let me stop this nonsense. Horrible work. So, that is the whole point. Um, <clears throat> but, Naradhuni was so merciful. It is out of extreme mercy for the fallen conditioned souls that he is speaking like this. Of course, and who is Vyasadeva? He is incarnation of Krishna also. Shaktya um, Veshavatar. That means he is an individual soul who is especially empowered by Krishna. He is a Shaktya Veshavatar. He has written the entire Vedas. I mean, Krishna, Krishna uh, incarnated as Vyasadeva to write. But still, Narad Muni condemned it. Why? Krishna also condemned it. Traigunya Vishaya Veda, Nistraigunya Bhavarjuna. Nirdvango Nitya Sattvastho Niryoga Kshema Atmavan 
said vedas are for not very intelligent people you know in the sense that this karmakanda section of the vedas you see the vedas deal mainly with the subject of the three modes of material nature oh arjuna become transcendental to these three modes be, be free from dualities and free from all anxieties for gain and safety and be established in the self but those who are not so intelligent they think they are very uh, intelligent but they are not so they seemingly follow the vedas but this is what they do yami mam pushpitam vacham pravadantya vipaschitah vedavadaratah partha nanyadasti tivadinah kamatmanah svargapara janma karma phala pradam kriya vishesha bahulam bhogaishwari gatim prati men of small in, uh, small knowledge are very much attached to the flowery words of the vedas which recommend various fruitive activities for elevation to heavenly planets resultant good birth power and so forth being desirous of sense gratification and opulent life they say that there is nothing more than this this is the this is the highest going swarga prapti is the highest so swarga prapti means what to the planets of the demigods so coming back to this point of today's hrtagyana they may be vedavadarata vedavadarata means they are very much um, uh, always quoting the vedas but always the karmakanda section of the vedas you see vedavadarata how it is translated here supposed followers of the vedas they you know stand by the vedas but their whole understanding of the vedas is wrong the purpose of the vedas the understanding of the purpose of the vedas is wrong so this is what is happening <coughs> so let's read the condemnation of narad muni it's interesting he shrilo vyasadev's compilation of uh, different vedic literatures on the basis of regulated performances of fruitive activities as depicted in the mahabharat and other literature is condemned here with special narada the human beings by long material association life after life have a natural inclination by practice to endeavor to lord it over material energy we have been here millions of lifetimes we have practiced so much to lord it over the material nature to become the lord here so that is that tendency is ingrained because we have so long we have practiced this they have no sense of the responsibility of human life this human form of life is a chance to get out of the clutches of illusory matter the vedas are meant for going back to godhead back going back home to revolve in the cycle of transmigration in a series of lives numbering 8 million 400000 is an imprisoned life for the condemned conditioned souls the human form of life is a chance to get out of this imprisoned life and as such the only occupation of the human being is to reestablish uh, his lost relationship with god under the circumstances one should never be encouraged in making a plan for sense enjoyment in the name of religious functions one should never be encouraged in making a plan for sense enjoyment in the name of religious functions this is called kaitava dharma cheating religion in the name of religion promoting sense gratification the whole purpose of religion is to get out of sense gratification anukulya and krishna anushilanam that is religion <coughs> such diversion of the human energy results in a misguided civilization shrila vyasadev is the authority in vedic explanations in the mahabharata etc and his encouragement in sense enjoyment in some form or other is a great barrier for spiritual advancement because the people in general will not agree to renounce material activities which held them in material bondage at a certain stage of human civilization 
you see <laughs> you see <clears throat> that sentence that proves encouragement in sense and jo- sense enjoyment in some form or other is a great barrier for spiritual advancement because the people in general will not agree to renounce material activities which held them in material bondage krishna has created this jail in such a way this this material world is a prison house usually prisons have to be locked from outside the, the door is locked from outside right the, the prisoner is inside material world is such a prison house that we lock ourselves inside our own homes and that is a prison then no need of external lock we will lock ourselves that kind of madness we are in we are in madness brahma says that right in fact we want best locks so that nobody can come inside to help <laughs> of course we say thieves but we are also ourselves thief in the name of protecting ourselves from thief we ourselves are thieves first of all and we lock our doors we lock our houses with extraordinary security tavad ragad yahstena stavat karagraham graham tavan mohongri nigado yavat krishnanate janah my dear lord krishna until people become your devotees their material attachments and desires remain thieves their homes remain prisons and their affectionate feelings for their family members remain foot shackles so much so that if somebody is coming to save him from this uh, prison house he will fear he will be scared to death why are they why are they bringing me out of this beautiful home but he is in a prison somebody is coming to deliver no 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 who are you why are you doing this to me so they don't appreciate the devotees <clears throat> narad muni was preaching to daksha's 10000 sons daksha gave the 10000 sons to narad muni so that he, they can become nice brahmacharis and then they can become nice grahasthas later on and then populate this entire world you know entire universe because that, that was at the beginning of the day of brahma so population was very very less in the universe and then he had to populate so these prajapatis he wanted to them to become prajapatis so he wanted them to become religiously very you know pakka solid so he sent them to narad muni narad muni preached to them so vehemently so strongly that they all began to become renounced every all 10000 sons became sanyasi daksha got very angry with narad muni what are you doing what is this huh then he went again and then with his wife 1000 more sons he was expert in performing uh, vedic sacrifices an expert in sex life produced thousand sons then although he was angry he again gave them to narad muni please teach them properly i have to populate the universe i have a task at hand so narad muni preached those 1000 also they became sanyasis 11000 sons all became sanyasis daksha was super angry with narad muni what nonsense are you think you are doing a big service you think you are a hero huh delivering people and all this what huh we grahasthas are better than you so called brahmacharis and sanyasis because we can handle material life we are handling spiritual life at the same time. you just yeah give up all responsibility and you know just go back home back to god already you are saying huh you don't know what is responsibility <coughs> i will curse you daksha said narmuni said what is your curse you will never be able to stay in one place narmuni said thank you <laughs> i will travel and preach <laughs> so for a grahastha if he has to shift house every single day you know it's a heavy task i mean it's very painful but for a brahmacharya it is a, it is a poison to stay at one place 
attachment will increase okay i will i will move around and preach so <laughs> so the, because he is free what kind of curse is that you be free you know you cannot stay in one place you cannot lock yourself up in a house a house is prison is that a curse or a blessing blessing so narad muni did not count to curse him thank you for the blessing i will take it so <clears throat> we don't want to go out if somebody wants to bring us out no 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 it's scary how can i come out no <clears throat> no 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 kalakanya this daksha also daksha also i think kalakanya yes kalakanya but daksha also was saying this so anyway so going back to that purport there <laughs> Srila Vyasadeva is the authority in Vedic explanations in the Mahabharata, etc. and his encouragement and sense enjoyment in some form or another is a great barrier for spiritual advancement. Uh, because the people in general will not agree to renounce material activities which held them in material bondage. <coughs> oh, was it after? <laughs> Subhal Prabhu is saying, and this was after he got punished by Lord Shiva. Wow. Still he did not learn his lesson of not offending Vaishnavas. Oh, really I, I i i did not remember that okay so you see how demigod were demigod people demigods i mean prajapati daksha was even higher than the demigods direct sons of brahma so even at that age, at that stage you see how much ignorance there is so at a certain stage of human civilization when such material activities sorry so he was narmuni saying you have encouraged them but and uh, encouragement in sense enjoyment is a great barrier for spiritual advancement because people in general will not agree to renounce material activities which held them in material bondage at a certain stage of human civilization when such material activities in the name of religion as sacrificing animals in the name of yagna were too much rampant the lord incarnate himself as buddha and decried the authority of the vedas in order to stop uh, in order to stop animal sacrifice in the name of religion now you see narad muni is predicting this they will no more care for prohibitions and they did not care 3000 years after the vedas were written by vyasadev of course before that they were existing in shruti just heard hearing but then he wrote for the kaliyuga population because no memory so then 3000 years not even 3000 years started 2500 years 2400 years after the vedas were written completely nobody cared buddha came decried so this adjustment had to be done because of the karmakanda section of the vedas and then of course shankaracharya came you know masked buddhism um this um, impersonalistic philosophy and then after that ramanujacharya came along but you see how much damage is already done first by the karmakandiya process people are indiscriminately killing animals then there is buddhism shunyavadi then there is nirvisheshavadi all this came because of this encouraging of materialistic activities by vyasadev and naradmuni already predicted this See, the Lord incarnated Himself as Buddha and decried the authority of the Vedas in order to stop animal sacrifice in the name of religion. This was foreseen by Narada, and therefore he condemned such literatures. The flesh eaters still continue to perform animal sacrifice before some demigod or goddess in the name of religion, because in some of the Vedic literatures such regulated sacrifices are recommended. They are so recommended to discourage flesh eating, but gradually the purpose of such religious religious activities is forgotten, and the slaughterhouse becomes prominent. This is what happens. This is because foolish materialistic men do not care to listen to others who are actually in a position to explain the Vedic rites. In the Vedas it is distinctly said that the perfection of life is never to be attained either by voluminous work 
or by accumulation of uh, wealth or even by increasing the population that means what dharma artha kama voluminous work work means dharma um, and accumulation of wealth artha or even by increasing of population kama dharma artha kama but it is so attained only by renunciation moksha what is that um, there is a verse also in shrimad bhagavatam like that no prabhu was showing about few weeks ago i don't know um let me see if i can quickly find otherwise somewhere in the second third somewhere that canto or something like this mm uh. no i do not know i i want to spend much time in this wait let me just see I don't know somewhere I don't know where it is liberation is the main thing there is but anyway let's go back to the I don't have much time you see perfection of life is attained by renunciation not by this dharma artha kama the materialistic men do not care to listen to such injunctions according to them the so called renounced order of life is meant for those who are unable to earn a li- earn their livelihood because of some corporeal defects corporeal means bodily defects <laughs> they are disabled or something for them they cannot earn a living so they can they can take to sanyas you know disabled unable people and they can take to sanyas because they have no means of earning in fact when we were you know <clears throat> when we were distributing books in the street you know we were i mean young in our 20s and then we were distributing books and we were like 22 23 and they were like people were like coming I mean, some people were asking what is this why are you so young and you are doing this kind of work now you have energy you should work you should be more productive and contribute to the economy you know what is this you are doing huh? and then living off other people's you know donations and all this i said sir i don't need your money okay i don't need your money i am teaching you something you take it okay you are asking me to give up my thing and you know they said when you are older that when you retire that time you can take no now you now you are young you should be you know fully working productive I said, sir, I am the most productive here. You are being unproductive with your life, and what is the guarantee that I will stay until uh, my so-called retirement, 60 plus years old? What if I die before that? And now you are going to get closer to your 60s. Are you going to take up this? So, buy. Why don't you buy a book? Since you are getting close to 60, or you are already 60 plus, you take the book, you do this work. I will go and work. Okay, you stand here and distribute the books. Can you do? You cannot do. So please don't talk. So we told him like that. So many people, we, when people come with this nonsense. <clears throat> the materialistic men do not care to listen to such injunctions according to them the so called renounced order uh, of life is meant for those who are unable to earn their livelihood because of some corporeal defects or for persons who have failed to achieve prosperity in family life somebody who family life failure you know uh, pity that becomes sanyas 
Yeah, Brajakishwar Prabhu was saying. <coughs> Some of them come and show pity on us. They don't understand that we are also pitying them for their miserable condition. Actually. <laughs> yeah. They say they say your life is very difficult, no? Like, very difficult. I said your life is very difficult. How can how can you live in this material world like this? Working from day and night without any you know aim in life, you know, like what you don't even know what you're doing, just earning money and eating and sleeping, maintaining families. And dogs also do this. And there's you know, almost no difference between you and the dog and who's and what are you working for? And then end of life, what are you gonna gain from all this? You don't even know where you are, whereabouts. So how can you live this kind of life? Your life is difficult. My life is very easy, you know. So, <clears throat> so in histories like the Mahabharata, of course, there are topics on transcendental subjects along with material topics. The Bhagavad Gita is there in the Mahabharata. The whole idea of the Mahabharata culminates in the ultimate instructions of the Bhagavad Gita. That one should relinquish all other engagements and should engage oneself solely and fully in surrendering unto the lotus feet of Lord Sri Krishna. Sarvadharman Pratyajyamam Ekam Saranam Vraja. But men with materialistic tendencies are more attracted to the politics, economics and philanthropic activities mentioned in the Mahabharata than to the principal topic, namely the Bhagavad Gita. This compromising spirit of Vyasadeva is directly condemned by Narada, who advises him to directly proclaim that the prime necessity of human life is to realize one's eternal relation with the Lord and thus surrender unto Him without delay. A patient suffering from a particular type of malady is almost always inclined to accept eatables which are forbidden for him. The expert physician does not make any compromise with the patient by allowing him to take partially what he should not at all take. In the Bhagavad Gita it is also said that a man attached to fruitive work should not be discouraged from his occupation. For gradually he may be elevated to the position of self-realization. This is sometimes applicable for those who are only dry empiric philosophers without spiritual realization. But those who are in the devotional line need not be always so advised. (coughs) Subhala Prabhu is saying, It's like the human is seeing the monkey in a cage and pitying it and the monkey is looking through that same cage and pitying the human thinking that we are in the cage. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. So you see how this whole thing is very detrimental. person who has broader intelligence therefore udhardhi he it is said whether he be full of all material desire without material desire or desire of liberation must must by all means worship the supreme whole the personality of godhead tivrena with great intensity hmm. there are examples of one who is akama like you know um, arjuna for example <coughs> the pandavas the gopis they are akama and sarvakama who dhruv maharaj dhruv maharaj was sarvakama he wanted the best the highest position in the material world in the universe um, so he worshiped lord vishnu but in the end what he got he got vishnu himself then he lost all interest for his so called uh, rulership of the universe and then there is the moksha kama like uh, Sukadeva Goswami and uh, some Chatur Kumaras 
were moksha kama but when they worship krishna they became they got attracted to krishna because of krishna katha and uh, you know tulasi leaves offered to krishna they became purified and they engage in devotional service and they get in perfection so whatever it is we have to go to krishna whatever we want this idea of going to somebody else so let's read this purport okay this purport and actually next three verses are there actually <coughs> so less intelligent people who have lost their spiritual sense take shelter of demigods for immediate fulfillment of material desires generally such people do not go to the supreme personality of godhead because they are in the lower modes of nature ignorance and passion and therefore worship various demigods following the rules and regulations of worship they are satisfied the worshipers of demigods are motivated by small desires and do not know how to reach the supreme goal but a devotee of the supreme lord is not mis- misguided because in vedic literature there are recommendations for worshiping different gods for different purposes example a diseased man is recommended to worship the sun those who are not devotees of the uh, lord think that for certain purposes demigods are better than the supreme lord because in vedic literature there are recommendations for worshiping different gods for different purposes those who are not devotees of the lord think that for certain purposes demigods are better than the supreme lord so um like here it is said recommending worship of the sun for the disease man now if you sit in sunlight you can actually won't get any disease you will be cured of all diseases every day sunlight at least like half an hour 45 minutes morning sun uh, is very good but just taking in sunlight without any gratitude that is not good that's why worshiping the sun so when you're worshiping the sun you have to face the sun you have to be in the sun so you're getting um, healthy because of the sun's rays but you're also offering your respects back that is gratitude you may say ah this worshiping of sun is all you know the worship there is all faith but just sun is good sun is good for health that comes from an atheistic view point because we just take the advantage from the sun but we are not paying back hmm okay so this is also good 31548 ते प्रसाद such persons do not care even for the highest material benediction namely liberation to say nothing of other less important benedictions like the material happiness of the heavenly kingdom uh, this is intelligent people there is another verse also 1518 tasyaiva hetoh prayate tako vido nalabhyate दुख वदन्यत सुखम् कालेन सर्वत्र 
persons who are actually intelligent and philosophically inclined should endeavor only for that purposeful end which is not obtainable even by wandering from the topmost planet brahmaloka down to the lowest planet patala as far as happiness derived from sense enjoyment is concerned it can be obtained automatically in course of time just as in course of time we obtain miseries even though we do not desire them so you know so those who are actually intelligent they should not go after anything that is obtainable from anywhere in this material world in other words they have to become devotees they become devotees so now this recommending the worship of the sun surya namaskar you know surya namaskar is that worship of the sun so in that you have to face the sun and do the namaskar so in that you are getting the benefit from the sun and you are also offering back that is a proper transaction if i take something and i don't give back then i am a stainer thief ishtan bhogan hi vodeva dasante yagya bhavitah tairdattanapya aprajayaibhyo yo bhunte stena evasah in charge of the various necessities of life the demigods being satisfied by the performance of yagna sacrifice will supply all necessities to you but he who enjoys such gifts without offering them to the demigods in return is certainly a thief but of course for devotees they can just go into the sun under i mean under the sun and if they chant hari krishna that's all that's all right See, because by doing that, that sankirtan yagna it, it satisfies the surya and everybody. Hmm. So those who are not devotees, they have to do all these things. But for devotees, they can just do chanting Hare Krishna even, sitting under the sun, chanting Hare Krishna. Um. <coughs> and you can always chant yachak shureesha savita sakalak grahanam raja samastha suramurti rasheesha teja यस्याग्न्या भ्रमति संभृतकाल चक्रो गोविंदमादि पुरुषं तमहं भजामि सो ब्रह्मसमेत वस ग्लोरीफाइंग द सन एज अ सर्वेंट ऑफ कृष्णा सो दासंत यज्ञभावता अप्रदायाइभ्यो सो नाउ दिस इज ऑन वन एग्जांपल इज गिवन हेल्थ फॉर हेल्थ यू टू वर्शिप द सन नाउ सिमिलरली देयर आर अदर ब्रह्मवर्चस कामस्तु यजेत ब्रह्मण पतिम इंद्रम इंद्रिय कामस्तु प्रजा कामह प्रजापतिम देवीं मायां तो श्रीकामस्तेजस्कामो तेजस्कामो विभावसुम वसुकामो वसून रुद्रान वीर्यकामो थ वीर्यवान अन्नाद्यकास्वतिथि स्वर्गकामोदिते सुतान विश्वान्देवान्ज्यकाम साध्यान संसाधको विशा आयुष्कामोश्विनौ दुष्टिकाम इलाम यजेत प्रतिष्ठा काम पुषो रोदसी लोकमातरोमो गंधर्वान्ीकामोपसर ऊर्वशी आधिपत्यकाम आधिपत्यकाम सर्वेशजेत परमेष्ठिनम यज्ञम यजेदशस्काम कोशकाम प्रचेत विद्यामस्तु गिरीशं दाप्थ उमा सती
one who desires to be absorbed in the impersonal brahma jyoti effulgence should worship the master of the vedas lord brahma or brihaspati the learned priest one who desires powerful sex should worship the heavenly king indra and one who desires good progeny good children good children means responsible religious you know should worship the great progenitors called the prajapatis one who desires good fortune should worship durga devi they do lakshmi kuvera lakshmi puja and lakshmi kuvera puja and no no durga devi the superintendent of the material world one desiring to be very powerful should worship fire and one who aspires only after money should worship the vasus not ashtalakshmi and you know kuvera lakshmi puja as whoever has some money bribe them kuvera has some money bribe him lakshmi has some money bribe her and put them together and bribe them you mean lakshmi will go with the kuvera what is this lakshmi kuvera puja lakshmi is narayan why she will come with another man this is all bogus nonsense one should worship the rudra incarnations of lord shiva if he wants to be a great hero one who wants a large stock of grains should worship aditi one who desires to attain the heavenly planet should worship the sons of aditi one who desires a worldly kingdom should worship vishwadeva and one who wants to be popular with the general mass of people should worship the sadhya demigod one who desires a long span of life should worship the demigods known as ashwini kumaras and a person desiring a strongly built body should worship the earth so earth like for example built you know you you do all this uh, heavy lifting and all this <coughs> so what is that that is the gravity of the earth and then you are you are making use of that and then you getting this built body or you are lifting yourself by pull up or push up or weights or whatever and you getting strongly built body now here it is said instead of just taking advantage of that uh, we have to worship the earth there is a process of worshiping and of course doing all these things so that is the process vedic process gratitude always back to the demigods who are actually giving it one who desires stability in his post should worship the horizon and the earth combined one who desires to be beautiful should worship the beautiful residents of the gandharva planet it's not that he will become beautiful this life or next life and one who desires a good wife should worship the apsaras and the urvashi society girls of the heavenly kingdom one who desires domination over others should worship lord brahma and the uh, the, the head of the universe one who desires tangible fame should worship the personality of godhead and one who desires a good bank balance should worship the demigod varuna varuna vasus durga devi if you want to appeal but never mention lakshmi or kuvera but these people are doing lakshmi kuvera puja if one desires to be a greatly learned man he should worship lord shiva and if one desires a good marital relation he should worship the chaste goddess uma the wife of lord shiva and if he does not get a good marital relation he will get, get a good martial relation martial arts fighting husband wife fighting um, martial marital relation <coughs> so in this way one has to worship the demigods different demigods for different reasons and there is even further information
सिहर not my words skanda puran it is also stated by lord krishna in bhagavad gita ye pyanya devata bhakta yajante shraddhayanvita te api maameva kaunte yajanti yajanti avidhi purvakam those who are devotees of other gods and who worship them with faith actually worship only me o son of kunti but they do so in a wrong way they doing so in a wrong way you see So worshiping of the demigods, people may happy. Oh, you see, worshiping them is actually worshiping me. Oh, so that means worshiping demigods, worshiping Krishna is same. No, avidhi purva kam. Then demigods are also living entities, They're watering the root. You know that that verse is there. Four thirty one fourteen and eight five forty nine. So just like we water the root of the tree. the whole tree gets satisfied the what um, put food in the stomach the whole body gets satisfied similarly if we worship vishnu who is the root of all existences all the demigods will be satisfied all the not only demigods all living entities will be satisfied but if we worship or water one uh, branch of a tree you we can't water the entire tree or nourish the entire tree like that see and it's a very uh, inefficient way of doing it is avidhipurvakam it is wrong way of doing so antavattu phalam desham 723 we are going to come there antavattu phalam desham tad bhavati alpamedhasam devan devayajo yanti madbhakta yanti mamapi men of small intelligence worship the demigods and their fruits are limited and temporary those who worship the demigods go to the planets of the demigods devan devayajo yanti yanti means to go um, um, but my devotee is ultimately reach my supreme planet so there's a difference in destination uh, then we have yastu narayanam devam brahma rudradidaivatai samatvenaiva vikshetas apashandhi bhavet dhruvam whoever thinks lord vishnu and the demigods are on the same level <coughs> is, is to be immediately considered a rogue <laughs> as far as spiritual understanding is concerned now Here you see, in material consciousness, the one who engages in full devotional service unfailing in all circumstances. Sagunan samatitya etan Brahma bhuyaya kalpate. Who is Brahma bhuyaya kalpate? Mamcha yogya bhicharena bhakti yogya na sevate. One who does unflinching devotional service to me, Krishna says, Sagunan samatitya etan. Gunan means these three modes. Samatitya, sama atitya. Atitya means to exceed, you know, go over, rise above. Brahma bhuya kalpate. One who engages in full devotional service, unfailing in all circumstances, at once transcends. Because Krishna said to Arjuna, 
निस्त्रैगुण्यो भवार्जुन राइज अबव द थ्री मोड भाव मांजयो व्यभिचारेण भक्तियोगेन सेवते सगुणान समतीत्यायतान सो वन हु डज दैट इज अबव द थ्री मोड्स ही गो टू शुद्ध सत्व और वसुदेव स्थिति प्योर गुडनेस नाउ अंदास कम्स टू लेवल ऑफ ब्रह्मन इन द मटेरियल कॉन्शियसनेस हाउएवर दोस आर नॉट इन दिस कैटेगरी ऑफ यू नो डिवोशनल सर्विस even one who is situated in the mode of goodness is susceptible to pollution by the modes of passion and ignorance when the mode of goodness is mixed with the mode of passion one worships the sun god um vivaswan when the mode of goodness is mixed with the mode of ignorance one worships ganapati or ganesh goodness ignorance mix when the mode of passion is mixed with the mode of ignorance one worships durga or kali the external potency passion and ignorance when one is simply in the mode of ignorance one becomes a devotee of lord shiva because lord shiva is the predominating deity of the mode of ignorance within this material world however when one is completely free from the influence of all the modes of material nature one becomes a pure vaishnava on the devotional platform anya abhilashita shunyam gyana karma adyanavrutam anukulyena krishna anushilanam bhakti uttama rupa goswami bhakti samrita sindhu one should render devotional uh, transcendental loving service to the supreme lord krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation that is called pure devotional service so so that is that <coughs> so in this way so these uh, demi- uh, non devotees they think some, for some things demigods are better than krishna for some purposes but krishna refutes that in the next one next verse mayaiva vihitan hitan although you may worship the demigods even if they seem to give something they cannot give without my permission are so whatever you are getting you are actually getting it from me mayaiva vihitan hitan um, but a pure devotee knows that the supreme lord krishna is the master of all In the Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi 5.142, it is said, Ekale Ishwar Krishna Arsabhritya, Jare Jaitya Nachaya Shai Taichakarin Vritya. Only the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is the master and all others are servants. Therefore, a pure devotee never goes to demigods for satisfaction of his material needs. And the pure devotee is satisfied with whatever he gives. Uh, he only depends on the Supreme Lord. And pure devotee is satisfied with whatever he gives. Santushtya Yena Kenava. he doesn't need anything so that <coughs> is the first verse of this four we have many, many more references reference verses but we will go to the next verse now yo yo yam yam tanum bhaktah shraddhaya architum ichchati tasya tasya chalam shraddham tameva vidhamyaham i am in everyone's heart as a super soul as soon as one desires to worship some demigod i make his faith steady i make his faith steady so that he can devote himself to that particular deity so even if he wants to worship some demigod who is going to make his faith steady krishna <laughs> by his own endeavor he cannot even mattah smritir gyanam apohanam cha forget about faith even our forgetfulness remembrance and knowledge everything is dependent on the parmatma in the heart krishna so sarvasya chaham hridi sannavishtu mattah स्मृतिज्ञानमपोहनम वेदैश्चर्वैरहमेव वेद्यो वेदांतकृत्वेद विदेवचाहम 
So, I mean, everyone's heart is a super soul. As soon as one desires to worship some demigod, I make his faith steady so that he can devote himself to that particular thing. Krishna is so kind, no? He's very kind, actually. We will come back to that point of kindness in this whole arrangement. The, the be, Behind this grand arrangement is actually the kindness of the Lord, which we will come to at the end. Um, you see, purport. God has given independence to everyone. Therefore, if a person desires to have material enjoyment and wants very sincerely to have such facilities, the material demigods, the, uh, sorry, very sincerely to have such facilities from the material demigods, the Supreme Lord, as super soul in everyone's heart, understands and gives facilities to such persons. As the Supreme Father of all living entities, He does not interfere with their independence, but gives all facilities so that they can fulfill their material desires. Some may ask why the all-powerful God gives facilities to the living entities for enjoying this material world and so lets them fall into the trap of illusory energy. The answer is that if the Supreme Lord as Super Soul does not give such facilities, then there is no meaning to independence. Therefore, He gives everyone full independence, whatever one likes. But His ultimate instruction we find in the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, one should give up all other engagements and fully surrender unto Him. That will make man happy. Both the living entity and the demigods are subordinate to the will of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Living entity and the demigod. Therefore, the living entity cannot worship the demigod by his own desire, nor can the demigod bestow any benediction without the Supreme Will. Hmm. As it is said, not a blade of grass moves without the will of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Generally, persons who are distressed in the material world go to the demigods, as they are advised in the Vedic literature. A person wanting some particular thing may worship such and such a demigod. For example, a diseased person is recommended to worship the sun god. A person wanting education may worship the goddess of learning Saraswati. And a person wanting a beautiful wife may worship the goddess Uma, the wife of Lord Shiva. In this way, there are recommendations in the Shastras, Vedic scriptures, for different modes of worship of different demigods. And because a particular living entity wants to enjoy a particular material facility, the Lord inspires him with a strong desire to achieve that benediction from that particular demigod and so he successfully receives the benediction. The particular mode of the devotional attitude of the living entity toward a particular type of demigod is also arranged by the Supreme Lord. <laughs> nothing, in other words, nothing we can do without the background arrangement of the Supreme Lord who is personally tending to our care. The demigods cannot infuse the living entities with such an affinity. You see, the particular mode of the devotional attitude of the living entity toward a particular demigod, particular type of demigod, is also arranged by the Supreme Lord. The demigods cannot infuse the living entities with such an affinity. <coughs> but because he is the Supreme Lord or the Super Soul who is present in the hearts of all living entities, Krishna gives impetus to man to worship certain demigods. The demigods are actually different parts of the universal body of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, they have no independence. This is important. They have no independence because they are different parts of the universal body. In the Vedic literature, it is stated, the Supreme Personality of Godhead as Super Soul is also present within the heart of the demigod. Therefore, he arranges through the demigod to fulfill the desire of the devotee. But both the demigod and the living entity are dependent on the Supreme Will. They are not independent.
Som Patwa is saying we should always worship our parents as well. Hare Krishna. Here, just to digress a bit, Krishna said something like that. Devadvijaguru Pragna Pujanam Shauchamarjavam Brahmacharyam Mahimsacha Shariram Tapa Uchate. Austerity of the body consists in worshipping of the worship of the Supreme Lord, the Brahmana, spiritual master, and superiors like the father and mother, and in cleanliness, simplicity, celibacy, and non-violence. But there is a big but. Prahalad Maharaj did not worship his father. Because his father was a demon. Not that parents are always right. No, they're not. If they are devotees, yes, they are right. And devotees also proper devotees. Sometimes like Raghunath Das Goswami's parents um, were devotees. But they wanted him, Raghunath Das Goswami, to become a materialist and be a devotee and serve Vaishnavas with the wealth and all that. Raghunath Das Goswami did not uh, what uh, follow their instruction. He ran away always from the home and eventually joined. And likewise, Shankaracharya himself you know, wanted to take sannyasi, sannyas at the age of I think eight. Mother was, you know, not wanting to, you know, allow. And then, you know, he manifested one crocodile, you know, and then he was, as he was being, like, attacked by the crocodile or something, I think, that kind of thing, in the water. Then uh, he was going to die, then he asked mother, Ma, please give my last wish, please allow me to take sannyas. Okay, okay, I'll allow, I'll allow. So, okay, then he, he took sannyas, I mean, he, she allowed. So he immediately like removed that illusion of the crocodile and then came out of the water and took sannyas and went. So they'll do this. There are many instances like that. So what about that? So our real father, our real parent is Krishna. Pita hamasya jagato mata dhata pita maha Vedyam Pavitram Omkara Riksama Yajurevacha. I am the father of this universe, the mother, the support and the grandsire. So if you want to um, respect your parents, worship your parents, worship Krishna. Krishna is our real parent. This parent will be of this life. What, do, what about the previous life? Different parent. What about, are you worshipping them? No. Next parent, next life parents. When you go next life, this life parents will forget. You can't. These are all temporary relationships. We should respect. We are not saying no. But... They, they, what is the duty of a parent to bring the child in Krishna consciousness and if they do not know that then the child can introduce them to Krishna consciousness but if they don't want to take and create a big ruckus then they have to be disobeyed and that is also done by Prahlad Maharaj great devotee of Narasimhadev what is the example he said he disobeyed his father father said you know you must do not worship Narayan you must worship me you must learn all this politics, diplomacy and all these things. You should not learn, um, you know, you must learn how to, you know, you rule this universe after me. Uh. <coughs> so, everything has its place. Everything should be judged by the injunctions of the Supreme Lord. If somebody is supporting that, yes. But somebody is not, we cannot. We cannot uh, keep on um, listening to our parents if they are against. Krishna's instructions, no. no. That does not mean you are doing some harm to them, no. You are actually doing the best thing. Pranam punati sakulam natubhuri mana. 
the devotee's entire dynasty is purified just by being he being a devotee the entire dynasty is purified hmm. <clears throat> soham is saying no no krishna is not our parent he is our god how can he be parent prabhu what are you talking krishna says are he is saying i am the father you see here mataham pitaham asya jagato mata dhata pitama please read bhagavad gita okay please read another place also he said god means what what is our relationship with god now he is supreme father and we are his children that is relationship do you know you do not understand that's why you read bhagavad gita you are not reading this is problem with hindus they think they know everything suddenly comment on everything please don't comment you read first uh, first of all our vedic culture vedas all this you can understand with first of all the primary thing is humility don't simply challenge sarva yonishu kaunte aham bija pradhapita sarva yonishu kaunte murtaya sambhavantiya tasam brahma mahadyoni raham bija pradhapita bija pradhapita the seed giving father he said it should be understood that all species of life or son of kunti are made possible by birth in this material world and i am the seed giving father hmm. so you do not know he is our parent he is our real parent life after life he is our parent these parents are illusory parents parent of the body hmm. actually they have nothing to do with you you have nothing to do with them in the reality of in the in the ultimate reality anyway coming back to the topic of the verse so next 722 sataya shraddha yayuktas tasya aradhana mihate labhate chatatah kaman mayaiva vihitan hitan endowed with such a faith he endeavors to worship a particular demigod and obtains his desires but in actuality these benefits are bestowed by me alone again you see endowed with such a faith who gave him the faith krishna only gave him the faith in the particular demigod he endeavors to worship a particular demigod and obtains his desires but in actuality these benefits are bestowed by me alone krishna is saying maya eva vihitan hitan they are not giving you i am giving you they cannot give you anything without my permission they are powerless absolutely so here <coughs> purport the demigods cannot award benedictions to their devotees without the permission of the supreme lord the living entity may forget that everything is the property of the supreme lord but the demigods do not forget so the worship of demigods and achievement of desired results are due not to the demigods but to the supreme personality of godhead by arrangement proxy arrangement <clears throat> the less intelligent living entity does not know this and therefore he foolishly goes to the demigods for some benefit but the pure devotee when in need of something prays only to the supreme lord asking for material benefit however is not a sign of a pure devotee a living entity goes to the demigods usually because he is mad to fulfill his lust this happens when something undue is desired by the living entity and the lord himself does not fulfill the desire if you want to go to the lord to fulfill some ulterior desire something which is harmful he will not fulfill actually demigods may easily fulfill it's like you going to the shop and asking the shopkeeper uh, give me one cigarette suppose you are a small boy you know you are maybe a 10 year old boy under age and everything you go to the shopkeeper in india at least uh, give me a cigarette maybe i don't know now they are following rules when i was there they did not follow any rules anybody can buy a cigarette you give some money they will give you a cigarette but you ask your father that boy if he goes and asks his father papa give me a cigarette you will get tight slap not one i think uh, 10 20 instead of one pack of 10 or 20 cigarettes you will get 20 slaps not uh, whip also whip and cane and everything you will get 
so that boy will think are this shopkeeper is better than this my father yaar what is this my father is just horrible person shopkeeper is without any problem nice relation and you know, he was smiling smiling he gave me so that is the difference between what is that um, <coughs> demigods and krishna demigods are like the shopkeepers you give them money they will give you cigarette in other words you give them dasyante yagya bhavita and that um, 1126 that is also corresponding to the offering yagya bhavita means according to the offering uh, in 312 bhagavad gita so they will just return but krishna is not like that krishna is like father he cares for us we ask something wrong he will he will not give us he will not yes so so satyam sadri is sharing this janame janame sab pita mata pae krishna guru nahi mile bhaja hari bhai so so this is the um thing every life we are getting pita and mata but guru krishna nahi mile bhaje hare bhai so please become please uh, worship uh, guru and krishna you can't you can't get that every life very 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 extremely rare hmm. <clears throat> in the chaitanya charitamrita it is said that one who uh, worships the supreme lord and at the same time desires material enjoyment is contradictory in his desires <laughs> devotion service to the supreme lord and the worship of a demigod cannot be on the same platform because worship of a demigod is material and devotion service to the supreme lord is completely spiritual <clears throat> now for the living entity who desires to return to godhead material desires are impediments a pure devotee of the lord is therefore not awarded the material benefits desired by less intelligent living entities who therefore prefer to worship demigods of the material world rather than engage in the devotional service of the supreme lord now if we go to krishna for our material desires what happens satyam disatyarthitam arthito nirnam naivarthitayat punarathitayatah swayam vidhatte naivarthado yat punarathitayatah स्वयं विधत्ते भजतामिच्छतामिच्छापिधानिजपादपल्लवम् even though such a person does not aspire for it and that shelter satisfies all his desires that is the supreme personality's special mercy see that this is krishna this is how he does it hmm. <clears throat> 723 antavattu phalam tesham tad bhavatyalpamethasam devan devaya joyanti mad bhaktayanti mamapi men of alpameda some small intelligence worship the demigods and their fruits are limited and temporary how much of a star a stark contrast this is with mahatma gyanavan maam prapadyate bahunam janmanamante that is mahatma vasudeva sarvamiti vasudeva sarvamiti here not vasudeva sarvamiti and uh, what is that 
not gyanavan hritagyana alpamethas all kinds of derogatory words were used against him all derogatory words so <laughs> why because there is a position it's just a fact it's just a honesty honestly telling what is their situation those who worship the demigods go to the planets of the demigods where my devotees ultimately reach my supreme planet so purport some commentators on the bhagavad gita say that one who worships the demigod can reach the supreme lord but here it is clearly stated that the worshipers of demigods go to the different planetary systems where various demigods are situated just as a worshipper of the sun achieves the sun or a worshipper of the demigod of the moon achieves the moon similarly if anyone wants to worship a demigod like indra he can attain that particular god's planet it is not that everyone regardless of whatever demigod is worshiped will reach the supreme personality of godhead that is denied here for it is clearly stated that the worshipers of demigods go to different planets in the material world but the devotee of the supreme lord goes directly to the supreme planet of the personality of godhead here the point may be raised that if the demigods are different parts of the body of the supreme lord then the same end should be achieved by worshiping them however worshipers of the demigods are less intelligent because they don't know how um to what part of the body food must be supplied if if anybody thinks that the demigods krishna everybody is all right but no it's like they don't less intelligent who do not know what part of the body the food must be supplied or what part of the tree the water must be supplied some of them are so foolish that they claim that there are many parts and many many ways to supply food this isn't very sanguine means this is this is this is something wrong with this whole thing what is the sanguine optimistic florid positive so this is a, isn't very positive doesn't look good can anyone supply food to the body through the ears or eyes they do not know that these demigods are different parts of the universal body of the supreme lord and in their ignorance they believe that each and every demigod in a separate is a separate god and a competitor of the supreme lord or they say all are one but different name and different forms and different just a complete hodgepodge uh, mashup uh, compromise not only are demigods parts of the supreme lord but ordinary living entities are also demigods are part we are also part demigods are nothing nothing but living entities like us like you and me hmm in the shrimad bhagavatam it is stated that the brahmanas are the head of the supreme lord the kshatriyas are his arms vaishyas waist shudras legs and all serve different functions regardless of the situation if one knows that both the demigods and himself are part of the, part and parcel of the supreme lord his knowledge is perfect but if he does not understand this he achieves different planets where the demigods reside this is not the same destination the devotee reaches so the difference in understanding is what makes the whole difference the results achieved by the demigods benedictions are perishable antavat to phalam tesham because within this material world the planets the demigods and their worshipers are all perishable therefore it is clearly stated in this verse that all results achieved by worshiping demigods are perishable and therefore such demi- such worship is performed by the less intelligent living entity suppose i come up with an insurance plan or whatever insurance or investment plan and i pitch to you say sir um you invest in my company and 5 years later 
whatever you have invested will be completely gone no interest forget about interest whatever your principal also will be gone um so please invest re kya ho gaya tere ko hai na dilas what happened to you the crazy or what what kind of nonsense uh, pitches is this so <coughs> you know there are, who who invests in such a scheme nobody but we are investing in such a scheme only antavattu phalam tesham it is going to end for sure why are you running after it no. this is being explained why are you investing your time effort and all this yagna process with hard earned labor your costly yagnas and then, and then you're doing something which you're going to lose in the end of the day you're going to get zero balance in your what kind of investment is this what kind of idiot idiotic investor is that who is investing in this program karma kanda is like that all it, it's for idiots that's why alpamedhasa hritagnana alpabuddhi all these words are used moodha varaka all these you know <coughs> so therefore it is clearly stated in this verse that all results achieved by worshiping demigods are perishable and therefore such worship is performed by the less intelligent living entity because the pure devotee engaged in krishna consciousness in devotional service of the supreme lord achieves eternal blissful existence that is full of knowledge his achievements and those of the common worshipper of the demigods are different The supreme lord is unlimited his favor is unlimited his mercy is unlimited therefore the mercy of the supreme lord upon his pure devotees is unlimited so you see mahatma's description in 19 before that dushkritana sukritana 17 15 then that uh, sukritana among the sukritana 17 18 is about the gyani among the sukritanas the gyani and then 19th is the pure devotee among the gyani is the highest gyani who is the bhakta who surrenders to krishna uh, he is mahatma and then now in contrast to that who are not mahatmas these demigod worshipers and you see next verse about impersonalism which we will cover next uh, next session but i am just showing you avyaktam vyaktim apannam manyat manyante mam abuddhayah param bhavam ajananto mamavyayam anuttamam unintelligent men who do not know me perfectly think that i the supreme personality of godhead krishna was impersonal before and have now assumed this personality due to their small knowledge they do not understand they do not know my higher nature which is imperishable and supreme so this is the other class of non mahatma alpamedha alpamedha demigod worship is unintelligent man again unintelligent abuddhaya see all these words <laughs> at least there it is alpabuddhaya alpamethasa and hritagnyan uh, abuddhaya brainless brainless people you see nasti buddhir ayuktasya 266 whoever is not connected in krishna consciousness is brainless person brainless fellow brainless there is a ishopanishad you see verse अंधम तमः प्रविशन्ति यस अंधम तमः प्रविशन्ति ये संभूति मुपासते ततो भूय इव ते तमो यउ संभूत्यामृता 
those who are engaged in the worship of demigods enter into the darkest region of ignorance oh swarga prabhu swarga swarga prapti no no darkest region of ignorance andham tamaha pravishanti you will enter ye asambhutim you know what is asambhutim here it is translated as demigods but actually you know what is asambhutim sambhutim and asambhutim you know sambhutyam means absolute but this is impersonal absolute sambhutyam rataha like vedavad rataha they are into this sambhut sambhuti but they are only rata but that means they are they stand by it but they suppose it follows of the absolute truth but actually they are impersonal but sambhutyam asambhuti so here it is mentioned nicely purport the sanskrit word asambhuti refers to those who have no independent existence so demigods have no independent existence not only demigods anybody in this material world if we take shelter of any person other than krishna he is an asambhuti he is a dependent person such a dependent person cannot uh, make decisions on to to give something no 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 it is not his how can he give he cannot give anything hmm. so and if we worship anything that is not sambhuti that is not absolute truth that is not krishna any dependent manifestation of his energy or himself <coughs> will get us to darkness hmm. okay enter into the darkest region of ignorance and still more so do the worshippers of the impersonal absolute they go to darkest of the dark they are thinking they go into the light asatoma sadgamaya tamasoma jyotirgamaya mrityorma amritam gamaya om shanti 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 but where they are ending up ఓం andhata mishra yes we will we will go to that <coughs> so you see this is this is what is happening for to those who are not mahatmas those who are this karmakandis and gyanakandis demigod worshipers and impersonal vadis maya vadis so so much actually to cover in this topic అంధతామేశ్వర ఓకే సిన్స్ వీ హీ సెట్ దాట్ సో లెట్స్ గో హియర్ సెవెన్ ట్వంటీ ఐ థింక్ త్రీ ట్వంటీ ఎయిటీన్ ఐ థింక్ శ్రీమద్ భాగవతం బ్యూటిఫుల్ వర్స్ ససర్జాయా విద్యాం పంచపర్వాణం అగ్రత తామిశ్రం అంధతామిశ్రం తమో మోహో మహాతమ first of all brahma created from his shadow the coverings of ignorance of the conditioned souls they are five in number and are called tamisra andha tamisra tamas moha and mahamoha you see all this purport is mentioned is based on this verse from the vishnu purana tamo viveko moha hasyad antah karana vibhramah moha mahamohastu vigneyo gramya bhoga sukhaishana 
मरणम ह्यंधतामिश्रम तामिश्रम क्रोध उच्यते अविद्या पंच परवैशा प्रादुर्भूता महात्मन लेट्स अंडरस्टैंड दिस द कंडीशन सोल्स और लिविंग एंटिटीज हु कम टू द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड टू एंजॉय सेंस ग्रैटिफिकेशन आर कवर्ड इन द बिगिनिंग बाय फाइव डिफरेंट कंडीशन द फर्स्ट कंडीशन इज अ कवरिंग ऑफ तामिश्र और एंगर constitutionally each and every living entity has minute independence it is misuse of that minute independence for the conditioned soul to think that he can also enjoy like the supreme lord or to think why shall i not be a free enjoyer like the supreme lord this forgetfulness of his constitutional position is due to anger or envy this is tamisra starts there the living entity being eternally a part and parcel servitor of the supreme lord can never by constitution be an equal enjoyer with the lord when he forgets this however and he tries uh, to be one with him his condition is called tamisra even in the field of spiritual realization this tamisra mentality of the living entity is very hard to or hard to overcome in trying to get out of the material entanglement of material life there are many who want to be one with the supreme even in their transcendental activities this lower grade mentality of tamisra continues so the impersonal people they are into this tamisra ओम अज्ञानतिमिरांधस और तामिश्र इज सेम थिंग डार्कनेस अंध तामिश्र इन्वॉल्व कंसिडरिंग डेथ टू बी द अल्टीमेट एंड पीपल थिंक डेथ मीन्स दट इज द एंड ऑफ एवरीथिंग द एथीस्ट जनरली थिंक दैट द बॉडी इज द सेल्फ एंड दैट एवरीथिंग इज देफोर एंडेड विद द एंड ऑफ द बॉडी thus they want to enjoy material life as far as possible during the existence of the body their theory is as long as you live you should live prosperously never mind whether you commit all kinds of so called sins you must eat sumptuously beg borrow and steal and if you think that by stealing and borrowing you are being entangled in sinful activities for which you will have to pay eh, then just forget that misconception because that after that everything is finished no karma no nothing eh, finished so before it finishes just get money or whatever means and just do it No one is responsible for anything he does during his life. This is the atheist complete. Charvak Muni was this philosophy. Ranam kritva gritam pibet yavat jive sukham jive bhasmi bhutasya devasya dehasya kutah punaragamano bhavet. His body will turn to ashes. After that, where there is next life? Nothing. So forget it. All this nonsense philosophy. Ranam kritva gritam pibet. Ranam kritva gritam pibet. go to whatever do whatever you want get some nice ghee and eat sumptuously yavat jive sukham jive what whenever as long as you live live life king size because you're not going to get this again this will finish with the time order that is today's hedonistic philosophy this atheistic conception of life is killing human civilization for it is without knowledge of the continuation of eternal life this is andhatamisra tamisra andhatamisra this andhatamisra ignorance is due to tamas next the condition of not knowing anything about the spirit soul is called tamas this material world is also generally called tamas because 99% of its living entities are ignorant of their identity as soul almost everyone is thinking that he is this body he has no information of the spirit soul guided by this misconception one always thinks this is my body and anything in this relationship with this body is mine like that for such misguided living entities sex life is the background of material existence actually the conditioned souls in ignorance of in this uh, material world are simply guided by sex life and as soon as they get the opportunity for sex life 
they become attached to so called home motherland con- uh, children wealth and opulence as these attachments increase then next moha so tamisra andha tamisra tamas and now moha all these attachments in- as these attachments increase moha or the illusion of the bodily concept of- concept of life also increases umsa striya mituni bhavam etat tayor mitho hriday granthi maho अत सुत वट इज अत गृहक्षेत्र सुताप्त जनस्य मोहोयम अहम ममेत सो दिस एज सुन एज द गेट ऑपर्चुनिटी फॉर सेक्स लाइफ द बिगम अटैच सो कॉल होम मदरलैंड चिल्ड्रन वेल्थ एंड ऑपिलेंस ऑल दिस अटैचमेंट इंक्रीज मोहा और द इल्यूशन ऑफ द बॉडली कॉन्सेप्शन ऑफ लाइफ ऑल्सो इंक्रीजेस दस द आइडिया दैट आई एम दिस बॉडी एंड एवरीथिंग बिलोंगिंग टू दिस बॉडी इज माइंड ऑल्सो इंक्रीजेस and as the whole world is put into moha sectarian societies families and nationalities are created and they fight with one another maha moha means to be mad after material enjoyment especially in this age of kali everyone is overwhelmed by the madness to accumulate paraphernalia for material enjoyment these definitions are very nicely given in vishnu puran wherein it is said this this verse that we have chanted in the beginning of the this verse <coughs> so this is the सो दोसु आर अंध अंधम तम प्रवशंति ये असंभूति उपाशते उपाशते बिकॉज वी कांट वर्शिप समथिंग विच इज ऑलरेडी डिपेंडेंट ऑन समथिंग नो वी शुड वर्शिप द शेल्टर ऑफ एवरीथिंग विच इज द इंडिपेंडेंट शेल्टर आश्रय आश्रय तत्व एंड आश्रित तत्व द लॉर्ड इज आश्रय एंड वी आर आश्रित डेमिगॉर्ड्स आर ऑल्सो आश्रित दे आर नॉट आश्रय Ashrita means one who takes shelter of someone else. Ashraya means one who is the shelter of somebody else. Hmm. So he is uh, the supreme lord is Ashraya, and we, everybody else, <coughs> other than supreme lord, is Ashrita. So if we take <coughs> shelter of something which is Ashrita and not Ashraya, that is foolishness. That's why he'll go down. <coughs> so now regarding this um demigod worship coming back to this demigod worship we'll read about the impersonal next next session but coming back to this demigod worship there are examples like ravan hiranyakashipu brahma hiranyakashipu worship brahma ravan worshiped shiva for wealth and supremacy and dhruva maharaj also for supremacy worship vishnu see the difference Dhrumaraj became the greatest of devotees and Hiranyakashipu and Ravana became greatest of demons same desire but they went to different people people and the result was completely different kaacham vichinman apidivya ratnam swamin kritarthosme varam nayache dhrumaraj said this position i was going to have you know i mean ask, was asking for this position greater than lord brahma himself after seeing you I do not want to ask that anymore. Why? Because I consider that now as equal to some pieces of broken glass. Kaacham vichinman. But api divya ratnam. Sthana bilashi tapasisthitoham tvam praptavan devamunindra guhyam. Big big munis, devas, devatas, they can't see you. But... I am able to see you by your grace now. Kaacham vichinman api divya ratnam. 
compared to a diamond what is the value of some pieces of broken glass and see indeed they are dangerous you step on them you will get you will bleed so it kaacham this this position was is useless i don't want i want you that is krishna that is krishna uh soham you are writing all these comments please uh, stop doing that and he listen to the class he, this is not a battlefield of comment comment section is not the battlefield here you no need to release arrows useless arrows there you listen to the class that is the purpose of it. this is very nonsense behavior writing some rubbish you try to understand the subject matter at hand you know you don't misbehave in the class <coughs> so <coughs> uh did we read all this oh yeah we did not okay so men of small intelligence worship the demigods and their fruits are limited and temporary those who worship demigods go to the planets of the demigods oh we have actually read this already okay so a few other verses about this i think some of them are already shared in the comment section um we will go to this part first um shrimad bhagavatam 11 फलश्रुतिर्नाश्रेयोरोचनम परम श्रेयो विवक्षया प्रोक्तम यथाषज्जरोचनम दोज स्टेटमेंट्स ऑफ स्क्रिप्चर प्रॉमिसिंग फ्रूटिव रिवॉर्ड्स डू नॉट प्रिस्क्राइब द अल्टिमेट गुड फॉर मैन but are merely antisements for executing beneficial religious duties like promises of candy spoken to induce a child to take beneficial medicine so when a child he doesn't want to take a medicine but you know he wants to um um so then he is induced okay okay you take this candy then um, he is given the candy so then he will take the medicine so it is like that so krishna see we are unwilling to worship him but he is giving us candy like a father you know when we want when the child doesn't want to take the medicine then the father will give some candy and then okay you take this candy then you take this medicine so in that way krishna is giving us candy as a father and then he is you know giving us the real thing slowly bit by bit one makes advancement <coughs> huh but this is a very dangerous path actually it's not very conducive see that's why if you go to 9 9 chapter of bhagavad gita what happens i think 921 tetam bhuktva swarga lokam vishalam kshine punye martya lokam vishanti evam trai dharmam anuprapanna gatagatam kama kama labhante when they have thus enjoyed vast heavenly sense pleasure and and the results of their pious activities are exhausted they return to this mortal planet again thus those who seek sense enjoyment by adhering to the principles of three vedas achieve only repeated birth and death you see again here 920 
where they enjoy godly delights you see this is what happens to those who, so they go to you know these heavenly planets te tam bhuktva so this this verse we just read 921 when they have thus enjoyed vast heavenly sense pleasure and the results of their pious activities are exhausted they return to this mortal planet again thus those who seek sense enjoyment by adhering to the principles of the three vedas achieve only repeated birth and death next krishna is saying i am different ananyaschintayanto mam ye janah paryupasate tesham nityabhiyuktanam yogakshemam vaham yaham those who always worship me with exclusive devotion meditating on my transcendental form to them i carry what they lack and i preserve what they have krishna whereas you see how much danger there is whatever is there will be gone here everything will be preserved whatever we have in uh, devotional advancement but in heavenly advancement whatever we gain everything kshine punyam martilokam vishanti everything will be finished in due course this will never be finished then 923 ye pyanya devata bhakta yajadesh yajante shraddhaya anvita tepi maameva kaunteya yajanti avidu purvakam yajanti avidu purvakam those who are devotees of other gods and who worship them with faith actually worship only me or son of kunti but they do so in a wrong way wrong way so we have read this and what is the destination you see and those who are demigods worshipers who fail to recognize the supremacy of the lord this is what happens aham hisarva yagnanam bhokta cha prabhureva cha natumam abhivjananti tatve natas chyavantite I am the only enjoyer and master of all sacrifices. Therefore, those who do not recognize my true na- transcendental nature fall down. Fall down. You know? And that is explained here. So, those who does not recognize his true nature transcendental nature, the demigod worshipers again. Uh what was I saying? ಯಂ ಪುರುಷಂ ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ ಆತ್ಮಪ್ರಭವೀಶ್ವರ ನಜಂತ್ಯವಜಾನಂತಿ ಸ್ಥಾನ್ರಷ್ಟ ಪತಂತ್ಯಥ ಲೆವೆನ್ ಫೈವ್ ಥ್ರೀ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಇಫ್ ಎನಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಮೆಂಬರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫೋರ್ ವರ್ಣರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫೋರ್ ಆಶ್ರಮರ್ಸ್ ಫೇಲ್ ಟು ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಆರ್ ಇಂಟೆನ್ಷನಲಿ ಡಿಸ್ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ದ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ದ ಸೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದರ್ ಓನ್ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ದೇ ವಿಲ್ ಫಾಲ್ ಡೌನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದರ್ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಅ ಹೆಲ್ಲಿಶ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೈಫ್ those who are demigod worshipers they intentionally disrespect or fail to worship the supreme lord hmm. in fact this is what they do boldly they do this atomam sudurarādhyam hetvān nyān bhajate janah tatastha āśutoṣebhyo labdha rājya śriyodhataḥ 
मत्ता प्रमत्ता वरदान विस्मयंत्य विस्मयंत्यवजानते because i am difficult to worship krishna is saying to yudhishthir maharaj because i am difficult to worship people generally avoid me and instead worship other deities who are quickly satisfied when people receive kingly opulences from these deities they become arrogant intoxicated with pride and neglectful of their duties they dare to offend even the demigods who have bestowed benedictions upon them so this is the situation of the demigod worshipper it's quite pathetic actually so uh, i wanted to actually show something else yes so now the title of this live stream is why are there so many gods so okay we have like, discussed at length you know all these things are there you know people are in different modes so to elevate them slowly and they're not willing to worship krishna directly so okay some proxies given there some demigod and then you okay, can worship this demigod now ऑलरेडी सावधि पूर्वक हम एटलीस्ट टच समर सो कृष्ण एक्सप्लेन इज वेरी नाइसली इन दट बृहद भागवत अमृत दट दट फ्यू वर्सेस आई शो यू एक्चुअली देर इज नो वे दट ही कैन सेव अस फ्रॉम दिस मेथ्यूल वर्ल्ड बट ही इज समर अदर फाइंड मेकिंग लूप होल्स इन हिज ओन लॉ यू नो ओन लॉ ही इज मेकिंग लूप होल्स सो दैट ही कैन एज यू नो ब्रिंग आउट द डिवोट इज आउट bring bring the souls back to his spiritual world <coughs> okay so there are many nice verses being uh, shared in the live i mean the comments as well we'll go to them maybe and then we will go to this um, the mercy of krishna behind this whole grand arrangement so there are some nice verses here let me let me show you Hmm. 11 to 6 okay you see yat chakshuresha savita chakshu ha he is eye of the supreme lord and he is also the eye of the world right the sun and very high glorification is given to the sun because it's so is such a shining light as like a sun you know sun is you know the most powerful i mean body we can see now here bhajantiye yatha devan deva api tathaiva tan chhayeva karma sachivah sadhavo dinavatsalah hmm Oh. this is actually a different word okay those who worship the demigods receive reciprocation from the demigods in a way just corresponding to the offering abhajanti ye yatha devan deva deva api tathaivatan as we worship they also give us accordingly hmm. the demigods are attendants of karma like a person's shadow but sadhus are actually merciful to the fallen the demigods are not and uh, this other verse i think 11 26 33 
अन्नम हि प्राणिनां प्राण आर्तानं शरणं त्वहं धर्मो वित्तं नृणां प्रेत्य संतोर्वाग बिभ्यतोरणं नॉट दिस वन नेक्स्ट वन संतो दिशन्ति चक्षुंसि बहिरर्कः समुत्थितः देवता बान्धवाः सन्तः संत आत्माहमेवच माय डिवोटीज बेस्ट आउट डिवाइन आईज वेयर एज द सन अलाउज ओनली एक्सटर्नल साइट एंड दैट ओनली व्हेन इट इज रिजन इन द स्काई my devotees are one's real worshipable deities and real family they are one's own self and ultimately they are non different from me so this is the greatness of the devotees sun allows only external side that too when it has risen so however much the demigods are very high but the de- pure devotee the acharya is even higher that's why it is said sarvadeva mayoguru he is a representative of all the demigods he is more powerful than all of them hmm now then there is other verses which are 1156 hmm this is them krishna so this is them demigod worshipers uh, similar to second chapter 42nd and 45th 43rd verse vedavadrata कर्मण्यको विदाहगेन अकोविद इग्नोरेन्ट कोविद मीन्स वेरी इंटेलिजेंट कर्मण्यको विदाहस्तब्धा मूर्खा पंडितमानिन वेरी इजी टू अंडरस्टैंड राइट मूर्खा पंडितमानिन मूर्ख मे फूल्स थिंकिंग दर् पंडित वदंति चाटुकान्मूढ़ाध्या गिरोत्सुगा अनरिलेंटिंग वर्ड्स अकोविदा स्तब्धा पफ्ट बै फॉल स्प्राइड मूर्खा पंडितमानिन मूढ़ा ई मीन फाइव स्ट्रेट अटैक्स इन वन श्लोक फॉर हू एनीबडी हू वर्शिप डेमिगॉड इग्नोरेंट ऑफ द आर्ट ऑफ वर्क सच एरोगेंटली प्राउड फूल्स एंचाटेड एंड एनलिविन बाय द स्वीट वर्ड्स ऑफ द वेदर्स पोज एज लर्नड अथॉरिटीज and offer flattering entreaties to the demigods look at this how many words are used here you know moodha murkha panditamanina akovida stabdha just you know no no holding any punches simply give it everything you know like you know there's a combo punch like 1 2 3 4 you know like 1 2 3 4 you know like four combo punch like that Five, five combo, one shloka. This is how it is condemned. Let me go to verse. Yastvendra gopa mathavendra mahosva karma bandhan urupa phala phala bhajana matanoti karma ninirta hati kintu cha bhakti bhajan govinda madhi purusham tamaham bhajami. so even indra the demigod the greatest one of the greatest of demigods so he himself is under the karma he himself is enjoying his own karma how can he release us from karma cannot karmani nirdhati kintu cha bhakti bhajam completely becomes burnt to the roots our karma if we do bhakti to govinda krishna 
Yeah. <coughs> before we go, uh, before I forget, you see, there is these two verses in Bhagavad Gita. A pure devotee, he does not. See, tyaktva karma phalasangam nitya tripto nirashrayaha karmanya bhipravrittopi naiva kinchit karotisaha nirashrayaha no ashraya so abandoning all attachment to the results of his activities ever satisfied and independent he performs no fruitive action although engaged in all kinds of undertakings so what is his independent nirashraya means he is not dependent on anything material a devotee does not try to depend on a material asambhuti which is sanskrit meaning is that which is dependent on something else <coughs> So anything other than Ashraya, he himself, only Ashraya, the Absolute Truth Krishna, he is Farat, independent. Everything else is dependent on him. Everything else. Sutre Maniganaiva Matta Paradaram Nanyat Kinchitasthi Dhananjaya Mai Sarvam Idam Protam Sutre Maniganaiva Everything else, like the, the thread in the necklace is holding all the pearls. So, he, Krishna is the underlying thread of everything, every manifestation. We can't see him, but he is the underlying thread holding everything in place. Huh. He is the only ashraya for everything. But if we try to take ashraya for something, it is not ashraya. The Krishna is saying avidhi purvakam and my devotees don't do that. Hmm. And <coughs> here... In uh, 3.18 also this is mentioned. Here it is. Uh, what is this here? Nitya Tripto Nirashraya. Nitya Tripto. He is very satisfied in devotional service. He doesn't need any white... Um, what is called? Chaktva Karma Phala Asangam. Asangam. Phala Asangam. He is not attached to the fruit results. Nitya Tripta. Being always satisfied. He does not need any... Um, desire to be fulfilled by any of the demigods he doesn't need us santushtya yena kena chit he is just happy anywhere even under the tree he is happy nitya tripto nirashraya so he does not go to this nirashraya or asambhuti means not only demigods you see nirashraya means without any shelter that means other than Krishna, no other shelter. Nih also means super excellent or superlative degree of ashraya. He takes the highest ashraya, shelter of highest ashraya. That is also another meaning. So, other than the highest shelter, which is real shelter, he doesn't take, of, take shelter of anything else. That is the definition of a devotee. Govindam Adipurusham Tamaham Bajami. Not any Purusha, Adipurusha, the original Purusha. Not secondary shelter and all this. So, Nirashraya. And another verse is here, 3.18. Naivatasya kritenartho nakritenaya kaschana nachasya sarvabhuteshu kaschidartha vipashraya. Artha vipashraya means taking shelter off for, uh, for some purpose. 
A self-realized man has no purpose to fulfill in the discharge of his prescribed duties, nor has he any reason not to perform such work, nor has he any need to depend on any other living being. Hmm. So he does not. So this does not only mean the demigods, but anybody, even any, anyone in this material world who is like, in a powerful position, he is asambhuti. He is an ashraya, so-called ashraya or vipashraya. So he does not take ashraya of anybody else or anything else, just depending on Krishna. Hmm. So this is the this is the meaning of um, this this um, devotee. He does not worship the demigods. Now let's look at some other verses that were shared in the comment section. Um, hmm. Of course, this verse is from the Rajagishwar Prabhu is sharing. This is about the permanent, I mean the impermanent nature of the uh, heavenly planets. Everybody wants to go there, no? Heavenly Swarga Prapti, Swarga Prapti. Let us uh, have a glimpse of Swarga and see what it is. Evam Lokam Param Vidyam Evam Lokam Param Vidyam Nashwaram Karma Nirmitam Satulyati Shayadhamsam Yatha Mandalavartinam one cannot find permanent happiness even on the heavenly planets, which one can attain in the next life by ritualistic ceremonies and sacrifices. Even in material heaven, the living entity is disturbed by rivalry with his equals and envy of those superior to him. And since one's residence um, in heaven is finished with the exhaustion of pious fruitive activities, the denizens of heaven are afflicted by fear, anticipating the destruction of their heavenly life. Thus, they resemble kings who, though enviously admired by ordinary citizens, are constantly harassed by enemy kings and who therefore never attain actual happiness. Never attain. So this is heaven for you. Oh, this is question. Okay, I'll address the questions later. Okay, this is another verse. Yeah, this was 4920-45. Abhivandya pituh padav Ashirbhischa bhimantritaha Nanamamatara oshirshna Satkritaha sajjana granihi Then Dhruva Maharaj, the foremost of all nobles First of all offered What, what are we even reading? 429, 49 Oh no wonder 429, 45 Sorry. Shabda Brahmani Dushpare Charanta Uruvistare Mantra Lingarvi Vachinnam Bhajatona Viduhuparam. You see, Vivachinnam, partially powerful, the demigods. Despite the cultivation of Vedic knowledge, which is unlimited, and the worship of demi- different demigods by the symptoms of Vedic mantras, demigod worship does not help one to understand the supreme powerful personality of Godhead. This is the thing about demigod worship. Now, demigods to Muchukunda, Subala Prabhu is sharing here. 10, 51, 20.
the one वरम वृणीश्वद्रम ते ऋते कैवल्यमद्यन एकस्त भगवान्ष्णुरव्यस्त भगवान्ष्णुरव्यय ऑल गुड फॉर्चून टू यू नाउ प्लीज चूज बेनेडिक्शन फ्रॉम अस एनीथिंग बट लिबरेशन सिंस ओनली द इनफॉलेबल सुप्रीम लॉर्ड विष्णु के नो बेस्ट ऑफ दैट scholars here actually i did not keep track of all this okay 61638 what is this <coughs> krishna I don't know what is the meter of this, but I'm just going to. Vishayatrisho Narapashavo, Narapashavo. Wow, man-like animals. Good word, huh? I like these words. Shastra, our Shastra has very nice words for non-devotees. Vishayatrisha, eager to enjoy sense gratification. Narapashavo, ya upasate vibhutir na param tvam tesha masisha isha tadu vinashanti yatha rajakulam. A beautiful verses, huh? Six, sixteen, thirty-eight. O Lord, O Supreme, unintelligent persons. Again, what is the word unintelligence? I want to see that. I think. Okay, never mind. Unintelligent persons who thirst for sense enjoyment and who worship various demigods are no better than animals in the human form of life. Okay, so demigod worshippers are compared to animals here. Enough, enough of intelligent, unintelligent, less intelligent, and all these animals. So because of their animalistic propensity, very, very sharp words. I mean, very sharp. Because of their animalistic propensities, they fail to worship your lords. It's true. What are they worshiping them for? Simply some uh, extra sex life, extra everything, just, just material things. Uh, they fail to worship your lordship because of their animalistic propensities, and instead they worship the insignificant demigods, who are but small sparks of your glory. With the destruction of the entire universe, including the demigods, the benedictions received from the demigods also vanish, just like the nobility when a king is no longer in power. Very nice. So Nishita Madhuri's eleven fourteen. Five through seven, eleven, fourteen, five through seven. <coughs> so, तेभ्य पितृभ्यस्तुत्रगुह्यका मनुष्या सिद्धगंधर्वा सविद्याधरचारणा किन्देवाह किन्नरानागा रक्षः किंपुरुषादयः बह्व्यस्तेषां प्रकृतयो रजः सत्वतमो भुवः याभिर्भूतानि भिद्यन्ते भूतानां पतयस्तथा यथा प्रकृति सर्वेषां चित्रावाचः श्रवन्ति ही फ्रॉम द फोर फादर्स हेडेड 
by Bhrigumuni and other sons of Brahma appeared many children and descendants who assumed different forms as demigods, demon, human being, Guhyaka, Siddha, Gandharva, Vidyadhara, Charanas, Kindevas. Oh, Kindevas. Kinnara? Kindevas also. Kinnara means what kind of a Nara? What kind of a man? Kim Nara. Kim Purusha. What kind of a man again? Kindeva means what kind of a demigod is this? Interesting. So, Charanas, Kindevas, Kinnaras, Nagas, Kimpurush, that means half man, half demigod. Uh, sorry, half, uh, half, um, what is it called? Half animal, half demigods. Um, all of them, all of the many universal species along with their respective leaders appeared with different natures and desires generated from three modes of material nature. Therefore, because of the different characteristics of the living entities within the universe, there are a great many Vedic rituals, mantras and rewards. So this is the this reason why there are so many things. But ultimately they will create chaos. And that's what is happening exactly. Um, yeah, I forgot to show this. Bhagavad Gita 925, which is famous verse. 925. Yanti Deva Vrata Devan Pitrin Yanti Pitra Vrata. Bhutaniyanti Bhuteja Yanti Madhyajino Pimam. Those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. Those who worship the ancestors go to the ancestors. Those who worship ghosts and spirits will take birth among such beings. And those who worship me will live with me. So again, demigod worshippers are not going to the same place as Krishna worshippers. So that's clearly to be understood. I don't know, but what was this? Wait a second, what did I even read? 11, 14, 14. Five to seven, eleven, fourteen, five to seven. Purport, okay, purport. So, different species of intelligent beings throughout the universe, but this proliferation of Vedic formulas indicates only the variety of material illusion and not a variety of ultimate purpose. Absolutely, that's very nicely said. So, this part. The different Vedic mantras and rituals are separate, especially meant for different species of intelligent beings throughout the universe. But this proliferation of Vedic formulas, that means great, varied amount of, you know, vast amount of Vedic formulas, indicates only the variety of material illusion, not a variety of ultimate purpose. So, very nicely put. So, because, it is because of my illusion that I am in the mode of ignorance and therefore I have to follow this Balidan process. The aim of religion is not to kill animal or you know that no it is because i am in the mode of ignorance i have to do that if i am in the mode of passion some other ritual mode of goodness other ritual transcendental goodness give up all these rituals and chant Hare krishna so so according to one's illusion the extent of one's illusion a particular process is prescribed so that you can slowly come to the next higher level so the different formulas are actually only indications of the different varieties of illusion and not a variety of ultimate purpose. That's very nicely put. The ultimate purpose of the many Vedic injunctions is one, to know and love the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Lord Himself is emphatically explaining this to Sri Uddhava. Yes. So, of course, we have this Mukundamala um, <coughs> Stotra. Shudra Rudra Pitamaha Prabhritaya Kita Samastha Sura 
डेमिकॉड्स वाले कॉक्रोच समय पृथ्वी रेणु रणु पयाम से कणिका फलगुस्फुलिंगोलघुस तेजो निश्वसनम मरुत तनुतरम रंध्रम सुसूक्ष्म क्षुद्रारुद्र पिता प्रभृत कीटा समस्ता सुरा दृष्टे यको विजयते श्रीपादूलीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरणीकरण
Also in Gajendra Moksha Leela, we see how Gajendra offered prayers to the Supreme Lord to rescue him from the crocodile even though he did not know who the Supreme Lord was. Now the demigods came to save him, not even Brahma or Shiva. Rather, the Supreme Personality of God in Narayana seated on Garuda, personally appeared before him. If all gods are same, then any demigod would have answered the prayers of Gajendra, but they were well aware of their position and waited for Narayana to appear. Demigods were not angry with Gajendra, for actually when Lord Vishnu is worshipped, all the other demigods are also worshipped. Yasmin Tushte Jagat Tushtam. The Supreme Personality of God is satisfied, everyone is satisfied. I think this is from the purport of somewhere in the 8th canto, 3rd chapter. 822 31 what is 822-31 what is 822-31 mm-hmm. 8 22 31 <clears throat> what is this hmm. this is bali maharaj huh? Madashraya. Thus he was ultimately given an exalted position. Madashraya. Bhavitendro Madashraya. Esham eprapitahasthanam dushprapam mamarairapi savarnerantarasyayam Bhavitendro Madashraya. The Lord continued, because of his great tolerance, I have given him a place not obtainable even by the demigods. He will become king of the heavenly planets during the period of Manu known as Savarni. Next Manu, after this. Vaivasvata Manu is Savarni. Eighth Manu. <coughs> Here the word Madashraya is very significant because the Lord wanted to give Bali Maharaj the exalted, exalted position of Indra. The demigods might naturally have been envious of him and might have fought to disturb his position. But the Supreme Personality of God had assured Bali Maharaj that he would always remain under the Lord's protection, Madashraya. So anyway, what was that in that? Is Ganesh a Kindeva Prabhu? Yeah, I think Kindevas are something like that. Dimitri is saying, I am not a scholar at all. I shared some verses from my notes to your classes. That's it. <laughs> That's what happens. If I don't memorize those verses, I myself will forget where is what. Okay, so other comments are there and questions are there. I will get to that. Now, so Krishna finally he condemns Dharma Projita Kaitavatra Parama Nirmatsaranam Satam. There is uh, all this cheating religion are kicked out from the Bhagavatam. Dharma Projita Kaitavatra. Religiosity completely rejected. Kaitava covered by fruitive intention. Atra. 
in this bhagavatam herein all religious processes covered by fruitive intention kaitava means actually cheating and uh, this is completely rejected the kind of cheating religious processes yeah <coughs> so only shivadam tapatrayon moolanam tapatraya unmoolanam unmoolanam means uprooted uprooting of tapatraya three kinds of sufferings adhi adhyatmik adhi bhautik adhi daivik that is this made basically this material world so all that will be tapatraya unmoolanam <coughs> so by reading shrimad bhagavatam this uh, bhagavad dharma so krishna says also finally sarva dharman parityajyamam ekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayishyami ma suchah mam ekam this ekam sharanam vraja just surrender to me alone exclusively not to anything else anyone else not to a demigod not to any man not to any nothing to me surrender to me i shall deliver you from all sinful reactions do not fear so the lord is so kind now the kindness of the lord is what i want to touch upon see the lord is so kind that we just imagine this thing now we have come here to enjoy the material world but krishna is always thinking of bringing us back and he is way more eager to bring us back than we are eager to see him and uh, he is making arrangements to bring back even the worst offenders somehow or other give them you know vedic injunctions and okay if you don't like me never mind you you worship this this devata he is a proxy actually these devatas are proxies of the supreme lord because i don't want to go to krishna okay this demi ah this demi god okay this anything other than krishna i will worship you can give me okay i'll worship so he even um made arrangement for complete envious people to perform vedic uh, i mean uh, rituals and come to him eventually because life after life life after life they will get purified so he is doing all these things <clears throat> and somehow or other finding some loophole to bring us out very nice instructive very thought provoking verses from the brihad bhagavatamrita ever since i found that verse that radhika sakimata ji shared i'm every day looking at those verses actually those few verses see these verses hmm so this is um, <clears throat> the the context of these verses is narayan himself is spe- speaking to this um, gopakumar so gopakumar is a boy um cowherd boy who went climbed up all the um, earthly planet heavenly planet you know janalok tapalok satyalok and then finally in the spiritual world vaikuntha and then finally golok vrindavan and became a cowherd boy there so <clears throat> when if at all you know we could become qualified and go to spiritual world what is krishna going to say when we first are going to see him what is he going to say to us 
This is what he said to Gopakumar who went back to the spiritual world after having resided in this material world. You see what he said. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha Svagatam Svagatam Vatsa Dishtya Dishtya Bhavan Maya Sangatotra Tvadikshayam Chiram Utkanthite Nahi You see, Svagatam Svagatam Vatsa Welcome, welcome. Dishtya Dishtya Bhavan Maya you see what he is saying. Supreme Lord said, Welcome, welcome, my dear boy. I am fortunate, most fortunate. Narayan is saying, You can say Krishna. You know, Actually, it's Narayan because he is in Vaikuntha. But, same. So, Krishna is saying, I am fortunate, most fortunate to meet you here. For so long, I have been eager to see you. He is considering himself fortunate. Swagatam, swagatam. Come. Then, in Bhagavad Gita, do you remember that verse? Bahu nime vyatitani janmani tavacharjuna tanyaham veda sarvani natvam vetha parantapa 4 5. Sri Bhagavan was. So Krishna says, the personality of Godhead said, Many, many births both you and I have passed. I can remember all of them, but you cannot, O Sabdhyur of the enemy. That much he told. But you know how much pain is in that verse? What all he remembers? What all. How much he... So that is what is mentioned in these verses now in Brahad Bhagavata Amrita. Krishna did not show so much emotion in Bhagavad Gita. Sort of for, you know, he did not express his internal emotions. How much eager he is to take us back. He just said that I can remember all of them, all the births, but you cannot. <coughs> <coughs> you see the Sanskrit. Bahunime vyatitani janmani tavacharjuna tanyaham veda sarvani natvam vetha parantapa. Similar sounding verse, you see now, Brahad Bhagavatam Amrita. Bahu nigamitanyanga janmani bhavatasakhe kathanchit api mayabhi mukham kenchitakarina. My dear friend, you have passed many, many lifetimes without paying any attention to me at all. Any attention? You have given attention to demigods, is that everything you have given? Actually, you were, in, you were just wanting to enjoy your own sense, but I made the arrangement somehow, some way you can at least, you know, if you follow my injunctions and follow the demigods, at least something will be there. But you have never paid any attention to me at all. This part he did not say in Bhagavad Gita. Now, next. Ah, this is the most painful verse. Asmen asmen nihehaiva bhave bhave madun mukha ityashayatava atyantam nartitosme for so long, hope had me dancing like a fool. Krishna is saying, Hope had me dancing like a fool, thinking perhaps in this lifetime or this or this or this, he will finally turn his face towards me. Krishna was dancing in hope. Oh, he's going to turn. You see, you see, he's getting frustrated with material life. And now he will turn to me, whatever it is. In this lifetime, in this lifetime, he was dancing like a fool. Oh, he's coming closer to me, he's coming closer. But then we surrender to a bogus rascal guru and become Mayavad and Krishna again gets disappointed. So he considered himself fool to have hope in us. We became, we are so foolish. So foolish that to have hope in us, he, he considered himself a fool. Hmm? <clears throat> then, you see here, he even, even more things. Chalam chanala bhekinchit yenadyam paripalayan Nibandham svakritam bhratar anayamyatmanah padam 
but i could find no pretext on which to bring you to my abode dear brother and still follow the timeless laws that i myself have created i could not keep the religious principles intact and still bring you here because you always were against religious principles when you were in the material world either i relinquish my religious principles and bring you i wanted to but i would break my own principles there the laws that i have set for everybody's well being and then there will be chaos in the material world if i break that so so i f- i could find no pretext krishna is expressing hilf- himself as helpless in bringing us back i could find no pretext on which to bring you to my abode and still follow the timeless laws that i have myself have created see commentary since the supreme lord is all powerful why didn't he simply find a way to bring gopakumar to him sooner the lord establishes the law of the universe laws of the universe which are enunciated in the vedas and other scriptures and he chooses to adhere to his own restrictions as long as living entities want to control and enjoy their own world he does not interfere only when they show by calling out his names that they want to return to him does he again reveal himself in previous lives gopakumar had never chanted the names of lord narayana even unintentionally or in jest had he at least vibrated a shadow of the lord's name he could have been delivered like ajamil in any case now gopakumar is finally returning home tatte maya kripam viksha vyagro vyagro nugraha katarah anadim setum ullanghya tvajjanmedam akarayam again you see how he is saying you showed no you showed me no mercy and as i considered this i grew impatient full of anxiety to receive your favor what god receives uh, receiving our favor what favor he needs but you see how humbly he is putting himself you showed me no mercy uh, atheists are calling god what kind of ill names no mercy and i as i considered this i grew impatient full of anxiety to receive, to receive your favor so he is so anxious to receive our favor to re- to receive our attention just to save us he doesn't need our attention but if we become attentive to him we will be saved so to save us he is somehow or other working and he put this demigods okay you are completely disinterested in me fine you worship these demigods actually they are my part and parcel but for you for your uh, sake they are completely somebody else you know they will they are going to give you something but actually i'll make the all background arrangement grand grand arrangement heavenly planets big big but just actually that is not all that grandeur is not the real real fruit the simple offering of a fruit flower leaf water will satisfy me i don't need all this grandiose universe nothing is needed for me. all that i have created for you krishna is saying because you wanted all this mm, big big high five stuff thinking that these things will be give you happiness hmm? <clears throat> and i have made facility for all of that achievement for you but through this agency of the demigods such an elaborate arrangement so that by worship uh, as you are worshiping them you little bit at least you will worship me and my the share of my sacrifices you will have to give to the demigods so in that way you will you are forced to worship me although that is the most insignificant part of the yagna so that quickly go out of that to fulfill your thing but actually that little bit little bit by little bit i have been chipping away at your path back to godhead so you i i was making the path back to godhead little by little for you with that process of course you did not say like that here in this verse but 
we can just imagine you see how impatient he is to bring us back that even though we are completely disinterested he is providing all these facilities of the demigods and all these things to somehow slowly and slowly and slowly and then he sends vaishnavas and then he sends scriptures he comes himself came as chaitanya mahaprabhu always you know working for our benefit so here you showed me no mercy and as i considered this i grew impatient full of anxiety to receive your favor so i transgressed my eternal code of conduct and arranged for you to take your current birth so krishna is transgressing his eternal code of conduct so what is that i don't know the full context but he was born in govardhan so this is so govardhan is so important vrindavan श्रीमद् श्रीमद्गोवर्धने तस्जप्रियता निजप्रियतमास्पदे स्वयंमेवात जयंताख्य सते गुर डिय बॉय इन दैट डिवाइन डिस्ट्रिक्ट ऑफ गोवर्धन मै मोस्ट बिलवड अबोर्ड ऐ मै सेल्फ बिकेम युअर गुरु नोन बै द नेम जयंत सो ऐ डो नो द फुल स्टोरी ऑफ द बैक स्टोरी ऑफ दिस सो वेन यू वॉज ऐ थिंक इन गोवर्धन दट जयंत वॉज मे बी दॉज अ कैरेक्टर इन दिस बृहदभागवतामृत and krishna says i uh, narayan says i became your guru known by the name so somehow because you are not following anything somehow i made you take birth in govardhan and that is a loophole i transgress my own thing and to bring you back so <clears throat> this harinam also is a in this full ocean of faults one harinam you know it, it's a it's a liberating factor you see that liberates us easy access he is giving us easy access then kamam dirghatamam medya chiratvam sampura samapurayah swasya mepi sukham pushnan atraiva nivasasthirah you see how humbly he is saying today you have at last fulfilled the desire i have harbored for so long please nourish your happiness and mine by staying here forever he is asking the boy please stay here forever don't go back again that means we can choose to go back again it means that our independence is still there but he is just hoping that the, we would not misuse our independence and of course krishna makes sure that you know as we are getting purified we will have zero trace of that uh, desire you see in in bhagavad gita he said all the envious people i cast them into lower and lower species and you know they stay there perpetually in darkness and everything that anger is also out of his love because he is so frustrated i mean how many chances should i give and still you are not uh, then i'll make you suffer i'll you know go through all the pain to make you understand whatever it is i want to make you understand that you are not going to be happy here it's not because that krishna created a material world particularly in such a way that it will always be unhappy for us and then he saying oh come out of the material world because this is an unhappy place no 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 it's not that uh, you may ask why krishna could have made a place that is always happy right why should he create material world which is like always unhappy and then come to he- come here and uh, act like a big savior saving us from the unhappiness right wrong because it is not the nature of the material world look okay, firstly we wanted to become the supreme lord right and our constitutional position is we are minute supreme lord is vibhu is unlimited so master can only be big i mean 
course he can be small but the thing is he should be more powerful than the servant right so we are small and he is infinite so he is more powerful than us so there is no way that we can compete with narayan in the spiritual world there's no way if i have to be a master then i have to be in the superior position i can't be in the inferior position so therefore krishna gave us an energy this material world which is inferior in quality to the superior jiva so that now we can dominate otherwise in vaikuntha he is superior he will dominate so the inferior cannot dominate so the <coughs> material energy is inferior to us so it has to be of that quality because of that and he made all arrangements look look at the unlimited opulence of this material world how many planets how many stars how many how many luminaries we can see in the sky and all of them are full with living entities and such grand arrangement and with heavenly planets and their gardens and unimaginable beauty he has given us to enjoy in this and yet we bring it on ourselves all kinds of misery you may say hey what is this then why did he make a temporary body he could have made a permanent body here then we will not die okay so how long are we going to live with our problems because we are we are fighting suppose i fight with someone suppose my family member how long how long can i go and go on and on see the point is it's not because of the material it is our nature we just can't ha- be happy away from krishna we can't be happy whereas a devotee of krishna even in the material world vishwam purna sukhayate narayana parasarve nakutaschana bibhyati swargapavarga narakeshu api tulyartha darshana everywhere he is happy even in the material world how come when krishna said dukhalayam ashashvatam here vishwam purna sukhayate contradictory krishna is saying one thing devotee is saying another thing no uh, because he is with krishna so the reason why we are suffering is not just because of our material body or whatever because we are without krishna we can't live without krishna that is the reason why actually we are why we are suffering not the material world or spiritual world or what is this that is the real problem so today you have at last krishna is saying um, uh, narayan is saying today you have at last fulfilled the desire i have harbored for so long please nourish your happiness and mine by staying here forever please don't go away says again humility begging us commentary here the lord says in all humility what good have i ever done for you how can the lord say like this what are you saying what good have i ever done for you but you have done the greatest good for me by coming here bloody rascal we have been and then he is saying you know <laughs> this is the humility of the lord although he is you know saying that i am the supreme and nobody is equal to or above me that is to get our submission and understand his position this technically but inside feelings he is keeping it he keeping them hidden he is only revealing to extraordinary devotees like sanatan goswami who wrote this brahad bhagavata amrita so only through his mercy we can understand this internal feelings of the lord how vulnerable he feels for no reason just out of love for us we are not at all lovable we are we are horrible absolute horrible i mean why would krishna want to love us we have been the most stinkiest persons ever 
stinkiest characters and still krishna has so much love for us when he has when we had complete hate for him and he is still uh, you know so humbly putting himself as if he has done the wrong and we have done the we have been always right look at him the lord hopes that gopakumar will forget the discontentment that he has impelled him to wander from one place to another and will instead choose to remain in vaikuntha you see he still he is hoping that means we can go back after going back to godhead we can again come back but of course krishna will make sure our intelligence is so sharp this time that after all the experience we have been through krishna will make us remember also what we have been through in lifetimes many many lifetimes so then we can remember oh this is very very bad and now i want to go there again and now i want to do this injustice again that's the whole point so gopakumar then said shri gopakumar uvach etat shri bhagavad vakya mahapiyush panatah मत्तोहम नासकम स्तोतुम कर्तुम ज्ञातुम च किंचन श्री गोपकुमार सेट मैडंड बाय द ड्रिंकिंग मैडंड बाय ड्रिंकिंग द बेवरेज ऑफ द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड्स वर्ड्स सो इंटॉक्सिकेटिंग आई वाज अनएबल टू ऑफर हिम प्रेज और टू अंडरस्टैंड और डू एनीथिंग ही वाज स्टंड ही डू नॉट नो हाउ टू रिएक्ट टू दैट सो दिस इज कृष्णा दिस इज हाउ कृष्णा वेलकम्स अस इन द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड इफ यू हैव अ मेक इट बैक so how kind he is so this demigod who this whole thing this whole grand arrangement of the cosmos behind all of that is his mercy and that's what it is all about actually <clears throat> so finally these two verses which i actually i missed before um um what is that Of course, we have seen that yes, to Narayana Devam Brahma Rudraja Devate Samatvena Vishesha Sapashan Dibhavitu. Now, one may ask, why there are so many then um, devatas and all this? Of course, we have already studied all of that, but just to two verses before we close and take on questions. Um, yes. मध्या ट्वेंटी डॉट हंड्रेड एंड फोर्टी फाइव व्यामोहाय चराचर से जगत ते ते पुराणागमास्तावधिते पुनरेक भगवान्ष्णु समस्तागमा व्यापारेशु विवेचन व्यतिक नीतेषु निश्चीयते there are many types of vedic literatures and supplementary puranas in each of them there are particular demigods who are spoken of as the chief demigods this is just to create an illusion for moving and non moving living entities let them perpetually engage in such imaginations however when one analytically studies all these vedic literatures collectively he comes to the conclusion that vishnu is the one and only supreme personality of godhead and this is the verse from the padma purana hopefully in the future there will be a number chapter number verse number there will be easier then we have this other verse alodya sarva shastrani vicharyani punah punah hmm alodya 
is in the 2936 but it's a long purport so when I see the yellow color I know that is where I have to stop there you go Three. Srila Jiva Goswami always quotes another common passage which is found in three Puranas, namely Padma Puran, Skanda Puran, and Linga Puran. It runs as follows Alodya Sarva Shastrani Vichar Yachapuna Punaha Idam Ekam Sunishpannam Dhyayo Narayana Sada. By scrutinizingly and uh, reviewing all the revealed scriptures and judging them again and again, it is now concluded that Lord Narayana is the supreme absolute truth and thus he alone should be worshipped. Again, another verse. So here, Vasudeve Bhagavati, Brahma is speaking this. Nahyatonya Shivahapantha Vishatahasam Srita Viha Vasudeve Bhagavati Bhakti Yogo Yato Bhavet. For those who are wandering in the material universe, there is none more, there is no more auspicious means of deliverance than what is aimed at in the direct devotional service of Lord Krishna. Then, Continuing on, Bhagavan Brahma Kartsanyena Triran Viksha Manishaya Tadadhyavasyat Kotastho Ratiratman Yato Bhavet. The great personality Brahma, with great attention and concentration of the mind, studied the Vedas three times, and after scrutinizingly examining them, he ascertained that attraction for the Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna is the highest perfection of religion. And the same Brahma also said here. Jananta eva janantu kimba huktyaname prabho manasova pushovacho vaibhavanta vagocharaha. There are people who say, I know everything about Krishna. Uh, let them think that way. As far as I am concerned, I do not wish to speak very much about this matter. Oh my Lord, let me say this much. As far as your opulences are concerned, they are all beyond the reach of my mind, body and words. So Krishna is the only person that should be worshipped. Of course, there are many other verses here and there. <coughs> there is one big... Uh, okay, is there any other thing? 428.15 Yeah, this is very nice. So, 428-52-and-53-shimad-bhagatam. Who is this rascal Sri Kumar Ray? Get lost man. God is dead. He, you are dead. You will be dead in no time. Hmm. Two feet whose beauty defies that of the lotus growing for the Shara season. Hmm, there is something interesting here. 2936 Shiva Shastra Shutad Grahim. 
so let's see that shiva shastreshu where how come i can't find it shiva shastreshu um mohanaya I can't find this. Why? How come you found this in two nine thirty six per port? I can't even find anywhere on the. Anyway, let's. I don't know where this is. Subala Prabhu, I don't. I can't find it. But this appears to be some quote here, but I can't find seem to find it. Skanda Purana Lord Shiva tells Kartikeya Shiva Shastreshu tad grahyam Bhagavat Shastra Yogiyat Paramo Vishnu Revaikas tad gyanam moksha sadhanam Shastranam nirnayastvan eshas tadanyan mohanaya iti. The statements of the Shiva scriptures should be accepted only when they agree with the Vishnu scriptures. Lord Vishnu is the only supreme Lord and knowledge of Him is the path to liberation. That is the conclusion of all the scriptures. Any other conclusions are meant to only to bewilder the people. Hmm, Shiva Shastreshu. Let's see on the latest version of the Veda base. Shiva Shastreshu. Hmm, I can't. I can't. I don't know where you got this from. Iskon websites, Kandapuran again. They did not give chapter and verse number. But you said two nine thirty six. Okay, sorry, it's not in Bhagavatam. Okay. Iskon websites, Kandapuran again. They did not give chapter and verse number. So hopefully it's correct, but I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, this is the thing. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu anyway said these two verses: "Vyamo haaya charachara sa Bhagavan." So these two, two twenty hundred and forty-five, twenty dot hundred and forty-five madhya and uh, two nine thirty-six purport allowed the sarva shastrani. So these two things we have. विचार्य पुनः पुनः इदमेकं सुनिष्पन्नम् निष्पन्नम् ध्येयो नारायण सदा ओके ऑल राइट सो आई टेक एनी क्वेश्चंस नाउ व्हाट इज द टाइम वाओ व्हाट इज रॉन्ग विद अस नाउ इट इज रॉन्ग विद मी एक्चुअली सो लॉन्ग ओके लेट्स गो टू क्वेश्चंस Yuvraj Thakur Prabhuji, I have started bhakti doing chanting regularly. I would like to take Guru Diksha. What can I do? Feeling insecure in life. Please help me. You read Prabhupada's books and you contact our devotees. Maybe Himanshu Prabhu can help him. Um, connect him to our ISKM. And, uh, you know, 
become more uh, involved and you know attend our classes mm. is good you want to take diksha but you should understand also what diksha means it is not just why are you feeling insecure in life is because you know not krishna conscious so that's why we feel insecure so you must become krishna conscious and diksha means not just to save from some insecurity and some diksha means a commitment that the supreme i mean the spiritual master will give the divya gyan transcendental knowledge and take away our pap but he will not do it if we don't submit ye yatham am prapadyante tam sadaiva bhajami ham as much as we surrender that much the diksha will be effective so our surrender has to be there and if i don't understand that duty of mine in the pro, in that contract if i don't understand my obligation in that contract of diksha and if i just want the blessings of the guru that won't work it is a two way thing so i have to be a, a proper disciple first and then i will be eligible to receive the full blessings of the spiritual master so you read our books first and attend our classes and contact our our devotees himanshu prabhu is here maybe he can help you out hmm? i hope himanshu is here you know please take care of him um soham prabhu my one question is that if there is one god why don't we ask only him krishna for anything we need and he will provide or does he provide only one product what is that product sir huh? can you tell me what product are you talking about a toothpaste is it you know that's what we, that's a whole class about i mean even if you are akama sarvakama moksha kama you go to krishna that is actually not pure devotion yet um if it is sarvakama and mokshakama but at least if one has come to krishna then arthos artharthi jignasu gnani sabanta bharatarsha bhate si sukritna chaturvida bhajanti mam sukritna arjuna so at least become pious and then eventually become mahatma and go back to godhead that's the whole point but don't become dus- don't become duskritna moodha vimoodha murkha or alpamedhasa hatagnana don't become like that that's all I think Soham has a problem. What is his kind of reaction? You, Ganapati, I will never worship him. I don't even eat his ladus. See, I don't know. This, this, is, this attitude is not good. Well, of course, we should not eat and because it's demigod prasadam. Uh-huh. <coughs> But we can't disrespect the demigods like that. He's a great devotee of Krishna. How can we do like that? As a principle, yes, we don't take anything <coughs> offered to um, demigods by demigod worshippers. Jagannath Puri, they offer to all demigods, but after offering to Jagannath, they will offer to demigods and that Mahaprasadam is given. That is fine. That is the proper way to do it. But here, directly offering to the demigods, that is not proper. We cannot eat that. But that does not mean we disrespect Ganapati or any of the demigods. Then we will go to hell also. Nectar of devotion, it is there. You can't disrespect the demigods. You, you got to really learn. I don't know what you are doing, Soham. 
<coughs> you really have to learn how to be a devotee, how to think and behave like a devotee. Because from what you're writing, I see that you're not. You're not behaving like a devotee. You you should read Prabhupada's book seriously, and uh, take this whole more seriously. Don't be a, just a frivolous person here wasting everybody's time. <coughs> Satyam Chaudhary How should we see the demigods? Should we see them as great devotees? And what should we do when we are passing by a demigod temple? So we can always chant the shlokas that are um, glorifying the demigods as exalted servitors of the Lord. Certainly, we can't match anywhere close to what the demigods are doing in, in the service. Right? We are completely insignificant. So, such great devotees should be offered great respect as devotees and ask them, please give me Krishna Bhakti. That much we can do. That is the proper Vaishnava way. Please, um, you know, help me become Krishna Bhakti. And there are so many nice prayers like that. But this um, Govinda Madhapurusham prayers, they can suffice. Because there is Durga prayer there. I mean, one shloka for Durga, one shloka for... Brahma, one shloka for Shiva, one shloka for uh, Narayan, uh, one shloka for uh, Sun, Surya, one shloka for Indra. I mean, Yastra Indra Gopal, a little bit different, but you know. Hmm. So, so many demigods are there, and basically these are the. And Ganapati also, Ganapati is there. Um, so, in this way, there are, you know, all these demigods are uh, alluded to there. So, not alluded, I mean, described as servitors of the Lord. So, in that way, we can secondary, as secondary than Lord, not directly. We can bow down to them, of course. <coughs> so, hum, I do not worship demigods, but I like them very much. I like Shiva, Durga, Karima, and Indra. You go and read Prabhupada's books. Don't come and waste our time here. Soham, I do not want to go to hell. Hmm. Then read Prabhupada's books. Otherwise, definitely, we are all going to hell if we don't read Prabhupada's books. Anandini Mataji, hell means the place where chance for materialistic enjoyment more. Really? That's what you think hell is? Sorry. Fifth Canto, 26th chapter, you go and read hell. There is a video actually, you know. A video of hellish punishments but this is done by thai buddhists because in buddha also in, in their buddhism also there is yama who is the lord of death yamaraj basically it's all taken from our sanatana dharma only. they have this uh, so there there are these descriptions of punishments and then there is this video this uh, who uh, our um, venugopal prabhu here one devotee he shared with me and i saw that i don't know where that thing is um, I think is it in my whatsapp one second just I uh, will check I'll try to share the link maybe I don't know how I think I'll give to the moderator one second just give me a while 
Das klingt so aus Dänemark. Hmm. Okay, you know what? I'm going to share with the moderator <coughs> and this link we will put it in the comment section. You go and watch this. That is hell. So painful. Actually in that video the same it's a it's a long video like 39 minutes or something but actually it's only a Four or five minutes, and after that it repeats, repeats, repeats. It's the same thing basically. It's repeating. Only the first five, four or five minutes or eight. Minutes. After some time, you will see it is uh, the same scene you have seen before. That is when it is already started repeating. So it says repeats. I think four or five times the same thing. So you can go and see. They did this video, and we, being Krishna conscious, I mean Krishna conscious movement, you know, with all kinds of gadgets, and we have not made anything like that. We should make. We should make. They did all these uh, graphics. It was not. It's not very high-level graphics, but it's good enough to show how grotesque the hellish punishments are. So I have already shared. I hope it is in the comments. Is it? Yes. Video on hellish sufferings. Okay, here it is. Of course, you obviously can't click on the link here, but we will share it in the description as well, and maybe you can see that. In the YouTube description as well. <clears throat> so that is that. So next question. Um, I think I will just uh, not. I will just not bother answering anything from Soham. I don't know what he's doing in the comment section. Okay, Som Patwa. Sorry in advance. I have one doubt. Like only Vishnu is the only ultimate supreme God. Then there is no difference between Hinduism and Islam. As in Islam, they say Allah Akbar, Allah is the greatest. There is not any difference actually. Because Allah is another name of Krishna. Now, they may not or may, may, may or may not accept it. But God is one. He has millions of names. And all the different devatas. See, you are talking from a point of view because that's how you understood but your understanding is not based on Shastra. Your understanding is not based on Shastra. If you read Shastra, like Bhagavad Gita, you read, Krishna is clearly telling, I am the Supreme, nobody is equal to me. Aham Adarihe Devanam. All the Devatas came from me. I am the origin of all of them. Hmm. So, you can't refute that. So, God is one. Whether you may say it is like uh, Islam or so, that is, that's the thing. The, all the different religions of the world, they don't preach something different. They are not different, different religious systems. They are all offshoots of Sanatan Dharma. They are all offshoots of Sanatan Dharma only. How can one religion talk one thing, another religion talk another thing? No, it doesn't. It all points to the same reality. <coughs> maybe slightly the rules may be changed. Like for example, in Singapore, in India, we drive on the left side of the road the steering is on the right side of the road uh, right side of the vehicle in philippines in usa in china in germany they have the other side the steering is on this side and they drive on the right side of the road now that is a different in rule difference in rule it looks like completely opposite right but although externally it looks completely opposite are you're going this side you're going you're coming this side what is this um, so it's two different things no it is not two different things 
the the principle of obeying traffic rules so that we can have an orderly transport system that concept is the same in both countries it is just uh, the detail is different here and there a little bit according to the time place whatever so accordingly according to desh kalapatra different religious systems have sprung up uh, to um, it's not different religious system it's same religious system that's what in that purport 11 14 5 to 7 that purport there <clears throat> this dif- this varieties in religious systems actually are the representations of the varieties of illusion that we are under according to the uh, modes of the material nature under whose influence we are uh, how much we are in ignorance or passion or goodness or a combination of these things religious systems are you know brought into effect <clears throat> by either god himself or his messenger or his son or his confidential servant accordingly to that time place and circumstance and they are gradually elevated from that position so that's the whole purpose of all religions anyway and the highest of all the highest exposition of religion is there in our sanatan dharma and especially in the shrimad bhagavatam there's none there's no scripture that can even come close to the level of detail and the level of um pure devotional service to the supreme lord that's explained shrimad bhagavatam pramanam amalam chaitanya mahaprabhu said it is a, it is a topmost scripture in the world um satyam chaudhary hari krishna prabhu every saturday my parents force me to go to shani mandir will there be any harm to my spiritual life if i go there and show some incense and lamp to the demigods um you shouldn't do that that's offering worship to them so we shouldn't worship the demigods with anything um you just tell them you just tell them you have to somehow explain to them uh, these are these shani rahu they are nothing but insignificant planets um of this universe and krishna is saying sarvaloka maheshwaram he is the owner of all planets so why would i want to big small i want to go to the big boss tell me somehow they to convince him you can it's not good to do this hmm. then um what else som patwas yes they have done so much for me i think you are referring to your parents it's good yes parents definitely have done so much so what is the best repayment you can do to them what is the best thing you can do you know what you can do the best see hiranyakashipu was a very demoniac father right and still prahlad could do best for him like this श्री भगवान वच नरसिंहदेव वो स्टेलिंग प्रहलाद त्रिसप्तभे पितापूत पितृभि सहते नघ यत्साधोस्य कुले जातो भवान वैकुल पावन द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हैड सेड माय डियर प्रहलाद ओ मोस्ट प्योर ओ ग्रेट सेंटली पर्सन योर फादर हैज बीन प्यूरिफाइड अलोंग विद 21 फोर फादर्स इन योर फैमिली यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट ओनली योर फादर कृष्णा इज टेकिंग केयर ऑफ 21 फोर फादर्स ऑफ योर फैमिली because you were born in this family the entire dynasty has been purified i think the other day somebody was showing me another verse which shows that 100 uh, lifetimes back and forth i think 
<coughs> previous and coming generations or something like that somebody was showing 10 10 generations or something there's the other words i think maybe i will see in the comment section so that's the thing all right so that's the best thing you can do pranam punadi sakulam natubhuri mana the whole dynasty is getting purified that's the best service you can give to your parents yes they have done a lot for you what is the best thing you can do for them if you really love them you should send them back to godhead so that they will never take another rebirth again if they're going to take another rebirth that means you want them to see you want to see them suffering so you have to do act in such a way that they will never have another rebirth after this they will go back to vaikuntha no more suffering for them that is the greatest gift you can give to your parents and you can do that by just by surrendering your life to krishna <coughs> so vrinda mata ji if someone is worshiping radha krishna along with demigods what will be the what will be their position their position will be in confusion so what is this so should not do that no that is offensive so by worshiping demigods and radha krishna no it's an offensive thing to do because they're not equal how can we equate jiva and the supreme lord that is mayavad demigods are jeevas and he is radha krishna is you know, supreme lord so we cannot equate them and worship them together like that no that is mayavad where the jeeva and the supreme lord is one we can't that's why it is uh, pashandi why the demigods can't be equated to because is mayavad basically hmm it shouldn't be done divya mata ji Prabhuji, the sun is the eye of the world. That's easy to understand. Could you please explain how the sun of one world is the eye of the supreme personality of Godhead when there are unlimited universes? Does this mean two-handed form Krishna has so many eyes, unlimited suns, or Vishwarup of Krishna has so many eyes? It's the Vishwarup. It's the Vishwarup. In this world, so in this universe, universal form means what? Not multi-universal form. Universal form. In this universe, sun and moon are his eyes like that. So this is of course a universal form uh, to impress upon the dull headed that there is actually a person behind this whole thing so to give some personality aspect of all the things that we see in this material world that's a universal form and many times it is meant it is imaginary hmm. and of course arjuna was made to see that but the thing is that devotee is not very much interested in such grand and one interesting thing in the in the vishwarupa krishna was seen by arjuna as you know all the people or the men on the battlefield were entering his mouth and he was eating them like entering his mouth that means he can eat people so but he says patram pushpam phalam toyam but he is eating that is the destruction krishna can eat he is by breathing he is destroying and you know uh, creating universes what is for him so but when he offers with love and that eating is not what is digesting and passing out a stool no eating eating means they will merge into him or you know he has different ways of <laughs> so they are not killing anybody the soul can't be killed anyway so <clears throat> and anyway krishna has so many eyes that is also mentioned here in the bhagavad gita sarvata pani padam tat sarvatokshi shiromukham सर्वतः श्रुतिमल्लोके सर्वमावृत्य तिष्ठति 
13.14 of Bhagavad Gita. Everywhere are his hands and legs, his eyes, heads and faces. And he has ears everywhere. In this way, the super soul exists, pervading everything. Krishna is talking about the super soul, Paramatma. Okay. Is Ganesha and Kindeva? He certainly looks like one, but of course he had a reason why he got, got the elephant head. But maybe there are some who are born like that. I do not know. First time I heard this, so I do not know much. So, Dimitri Prabhu is saying, recently one crazy fellow was arguing with us on social media. He said, I asked about where in the Shastras or other scriptures Shiva is called a demigod. I didn't ask about Prabhupada's comments. I wanted to see a quote that we will translate together from Sanskrit to see that there is no term demigod in Sanskrit. Despite he didn't read books properly and thinks he knows Sanskrit better than Prabhupada, he shared some slokas from Srimad Bhagavatam that state that Shiva is God and Krishna is Shivite, Shaivite. I went through them and it's obviously he doesn't read and doesn't accept Prabhupada's purpose because everything is there. In conclusion, he shared statements from Mahabharat that actually Krishna was Shaivite. I didn't read full Mahabharat, only listened from of an audio book, so I do not know how to feel about it. In the 13th book of the Mahabharata, it is unequivocally stated that Shiva took up the form of Krishna. In the 7th book of Mahabharata, we read that all the offerings that Arjuna made to Krishna ended up with Shiva. And the astonished Arjuna saw all his offerings near Shankara, uh, what he presented to Vasudev every night. Hmm. I don't know, I have to, I have to go and look what is this all about. <coughs> hmm. You have to see what that is all about. Anyway, um, what else? Okay, Divya Mataji. So until I I see the other thing, I can't really comment on it. I, but of course, Shiva is never Krishna, and Shiva is always be the Vaishnavanam Yathashambhu. But uh, if he's saying something, we do not know why and what. We we need to. I need to explore. I can't just see something out of nothing and then discern what it is all about and whether it is even trans- translated properly or what we need to see all of that and some Acharya's explanations maybe okay so Divya Mathis Prabhuji in your previous lectures you mentioned that we are not eligible to read Vedas being born in Kaliuga Sudras and today's lecture we read that those who study the Vedas and drink the Somaju seeking heavenly planets worship me indirectly as we are not eligible to study and not even studying now can we consider this as fortunate situation for not worshipping Krishna indirectly? How to relate both? No, I mean... Reading Vedas, like you see the Mayavadis, they read the Vedas and come to these impersonal understanding. And that is not what is alluded to in the Vedas. The Vedas actually point to the personality of Godhead but in a very indirect way and one can twist the um, how to say Sanskrit and prove it otherwise maybe impersonal like that but it's very hard to prove that from Srimad Bhagavatam mm. so intelligent people will understand from Veda because Krishna says Vedanta Krit Veda Videva Chaham 
from Vedas. In fact, Brahma read, read the Vedas three times and he found out that Krishna is supreme. But these people are reading Vedas and saying, impersonal, I am, I am supreme. So, somewhere something is wrong. That means somewhere brain is uh, screwed. So, this uh, screwed brains of Kali Yuga, uh, therefore, cannot understand the real purport of the Vedas. And they come with all these uh, misconceptions. So, therefore, and of course, there are others who are Karmakandiya section of the Vedas. They are brainless people for all practical purposes. But these so-called whoever are little bit brains, they are also rendered useless because they come to nonsense conclusions. So actually, nobody has any brain to understand Vedas in Kali Yuga. <coughs> but from, by the, from the spiritual master, we can understand there is the Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, which is the essence of all Vedas, essence of all Upanishads. So that is sufficient for us. We can read that and make our advancement. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nivya Mata is saying very deep explanation from him. We just need to understand how deep actually Krishna's mercy is for us. Yes, Shiva is an expansion of Vishnu, like how is explained in Brahma Samhita of milk and yogurt. They have wrong understanding that both are same. Yeah, so I think this is in relation to that. Uh, Dimitri's uh, comment. I mean, of course, there is uh, explanation to all this. (coughs) 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 Dimitri. Letter to Pendra. Another thing, although we respect the demigods, we may not take their prasadam if invited. We observe the system followed in Jagannath Puri. First, the footstep is offered to Jagannath and then his prasad is offered to the different demigods. Then we may take such remnants of prasadam. This is the correct procedure. Thank you for that reference. Letter to Pendra, November 21st, 1970. Bombay, is it? Bombay. <coughs> <coughs> 6.18.49 Oh, this is the Payovrata. Interesting. So... <coughs> here... Uh, Kashyapamani is instructing Diti 6.18.49 No chishtam chandika annam cha Chandika annam Food offered to Goddess Kali Samisham Vrishala Hritam Bhunji Todakya Yadrishtam Piben Nanjalinatvapaha Never eat leftover food, never eat prasad offered to the goddess, of, goddess Kali. 
Durga, and do not eat anything contaminated by flesh or fish. Do not eat anything brought or touched by a shudra, nor anything seen by a woman in her menstrual period. Wow. Do not drink water by joining your palms like that. So this is in the Payovrata. Generally, the goddess Kali is offered con- food containing meat and fish, and therefore Kashyapmani strictly forbids his wife to take remnants of such food. Actually, Vaishnava is not allowed to take any food offered to the demigods. A Vaishnava is always fixed in accepting prasad offered to Lord Vishnu. Therefore, through all these instructions, Kashyapmani in a negative way instructed his wife Diti how to become a Vaishnavi. <laughs> do not do this, do not do that, do not do this, never leave. So all these things. But actually, he is bringing her to Vaishnava position because she was very envious of the demigods. So he wanted to curb her envy. <coughs> he wanted a son. She wanted a son to kill Indra. So Kashyapuni was like, what kind of uh, desire is this? But she, he could not tell her immediately because, you know, all hell will break loose. You know, sometimes wife is um, <laughs> advice against her wishes. So he advised her in a way that would fulfill her wishes, but he made her actually a Vaishnava. So all these rules were actually a Vaishnava. Then if she follows, then her envy will reduce and then eventually what happened? The way she asked, instead of asking, I want a son to kill Indra, I want a son, uh, I want sons who will be friends of Indra, the Sanskrit. Little bit there was a, uh, by Krishna's grace, then, uh, so the, the Maruts came, Maruts, 49 Maruts. So anyway, that's that. Even a video of baby where he comes out with cesarean section is painful, what to speak about hell. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> taking the birth, the process of birth itself is hell. Srila Prabhupada Rupadesh Amrita. Bhagavad Gita says, When a great saint, a pure devotee appears in a family, his ancestors and descendants for a hundred generations are elevated. When a devotee of middle stage or Madhyam Bhagavad appears in a family, his ancestors and descendants of fourteen generations are elevated. When a neophyte devotee appears in a family, his ancestors and descendants for three generations are elevated. Look at that. Even for a neophyte who is fighting with everybody, three generations, even if he is a third class devotee. So much Krishna is. No materialist can compare this. Compare to this, he cannot do anything any close. On the other hand, if someone is, becomes a pure Vaishnava or devotee of the Lord, ten generations of his family before his birth and ten generations after will be liberated. Krishna Book Chapter Sixty Four. Yeah, ten sixty four thirty five. This is the one. <coughs> hmm. Actually, in in the purport, it is mentioned this thing. So, Anandini Mahesh asking then, cooking for Krishna in menstrual period is offense. Yes. So, in in um, in that time, one is not allowed to cook. But sometimes, when nobody is there, then seva must be first consideration. But <coughs> if somebody is there, then the person in the menstrual period should not be cooking. So we we follow like that. Here there are at least we have the luxury of few Matajis here and Prabhus who are cooking. So if somebody has monthly cycles and they don't cook on those days. 
okay so i think we have come to the end of the presentation thank you all very much for staying all this while jai shrimad bhagavad gita ki jai shri prabhupad ki jai ananta koti vaishnav vrind ki jai nitai gaur premanand hari hari bol hare krishna